0: See wow um,
1: Of the week in 4G radio this is not episode 666 it's 667 rounded it up that's right for september 13th 2021 and on the show this week we have anthony hello we have the wombat yes sir and we have drew not calling in from bosnia
2: yep i've returned from bosnia
1: he's back how was it over there
2: very Bosnian.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm okay with that answer. That's a good answer.
2: You know, we've said it before, but half the people listening to this probably don't even know the reference that we're saying. Fucking no, like, at
3: some point, we should update the reference. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, that's from like some fucking news story and, whew, a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, anyway. We're hitting the silly season, video games are upon us And I think we haven't played any of them, maybe, I don't know No I'll start with Drew, who is probably not playing anything new
2: I mean, I am playing something new, but I can't talk about it
1: Oh, that's right, that's right, that's out this week, I think
2: It's
1: the 15th 15th, so it's on Tuesday It's not like you can't say what it is, but
2: I'm playing Skatebird
1: Skatebird
2: which is a a, a skateboarding game. Where there was a demo board.
1: out. So. Yeah. I mean it's Tony Hawk with birds kind of.
2: Yeah. Yeah it is. Yeah. Um, I will talk more about that later. I'm going to write a review of that. Skatebird. Skatebird. They even reference um Tony Hawk a couple of times. Because of course they do.
1: I mean why wouldn't you.
2: I think I think they, they reference Anthony Hawk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did he make his skateboard out of blood? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry.
2: But uh, yeah, I uh, played that. Uh, let's see here. Well, um, Phoenix Down. <laughs> oh. You want to go listen to that uh, Twelve. We did 12 minutes That yeah. was uh, That was an experience
4: mm-hmm.
2: um, I've been playing Basically the same stuff I always play it seems like
1: I saw your picture the other night Of your two minute cue
2: Yeah less <laughs> than two minutes And I was at five minutes and three seconds At that point Yeah all I want to do is just I just want to do my placement matches for DPS. I will never play DPS again the rest of the season. But I just want to get those five placement matches. But you're sitting there upwards to five to ten minutes waiting to get into a game. And this was with cross-play enabled. Yeah. It's so still bad. The, enti- the entirety of the Overwatch community is being ranked together. And they still can't find me a match,
1: well, maybe you're just too good,
2: or maybe I'm just too bad <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the thing is like I'm not a dps player, but you know th- you you have what six tanks and six healers, and the rest of the characters in that game are dps characters. that's what happens,
1: yeah, pretty much.
2: When you make a bunch of DPS characters, and everybody wants to pick one of those, you can't find anybody to play.
1: It's a shame so many people pick those characters too, because most of them suck at it.
2: That's the thing it gets me, is like, you you know, you're waiting upwards to ten minutes to get into a game to suck that bad. (laughs) And I'm just like, God. No wonder these people are so mad.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no wonder they're typing these, like, obscenities into the chat hmm Blaming everybody but themselves. Oh yeah, I, I, that's that's always my favorite. Yep. I saw a positive message last night. Like I got a positive message in the chat last night, and I was like, "Wow, okay."
4: Yeah.
2: But uh, I, have to be honest with you, I don't. I, it's been a lot of skatebird, if we're being honest, and I can't talk about it. Skatebird. Um, you know, I do the the all the 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 Game Pass quest games. So I play State of Decay two for the tenth time. It seems like
1: what do you do? You even uninstall it, or do you just play like the the streaming?
2: I I install it.
1: Do you install it every time, or you just leave it on there?
2: I install it every time.
1: Oh my god.
2: To see, you know, every month you have the whole install so many games via the app quest as well. So I just <laughs> knock them out that way.
1: Two, two skate birds, one, one stone.
2: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> two Anthony Hawks, one stone.
1: Oh man, I, I, I'm not doing the Black Desert one this month. That
2: I did it. It took three minutes.
1: I don't care. <laughs> that game takes forever to get into, like to load into the game.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: Ugh. And that game is not very good, so...
2: No, it's not.
1: Yeah. I'm good. I don't need that 50 points that bad.
2: With <laughs> The amount of Game Pass games, why do they keep going back to State of Decay 2 and Black Desert?
1: I, I don't know. And and the Human Fall Flat one put, crops up every other month.
2: I... I will skip that quest. I fucking hate that game. I hate Human Fall Flat. I hate it.
3: Same. I... That's one game where, generally speaking, if my son says, "Hey, Dad, let's play this," I will play whatever he asks for. But he already knows not to ask me to play that game. You, you pulled um, the
1: meatloaf on him.
3: Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I
1: won't do that.
3: I won't do that. No. He. I. I've told him before. I said, "Jacob, buddy, I will play anything that you want, except for that, because uh, I can't stand that game. It's frustrating it. on purchase, On purpose." Yeah, Um, like I'll play like we'll play gang beasts every now and then or something like that. And that kind of plays the same way. But there's no like you're just wrestling with each other or whatever or fighting each other. That game where you're trying to solve puzzles and complete a level and everything, it completely breaks my brain because it's like there's a if there's no goal. Then I don't care if it plays like crap, but don't give me a goal to complete and make the game play like crap, because <laughs> yeah. then it's just you fighting against me to complete that.
2: That's that's the biggest thing. Like, here, climb this mountain, and if you get about halfway up it and you fall, well, you get to climb it all over again. Right. And I'm like, I don't know. Fuck you, game. I, and I'm not playing that.
3: That's why I don't like Octodad either, for the same reason.
1: Yeah, that, yeah. that game. Man, kids love them them floppy physics games, though.
3: They sure yeah. do. <sighs> They sure do.
1: My son, anytime he sees a game and it's got floppy physics, he's like, I, "Can I play that? I want to play that."
3: Yeah. Well, that's like now they're now they're playing um, wobbly life. That's the the new one for my son and <sighs> his friends. And like, I, I don't. I, I asked him the one day. I'm like, "You realize games are supposed to play well, right? Like, <laughs> they're not supposed to frustrate you just for <laughs> controlling it, like." I grew up on Mega Man. That game was frustrating, but it wasn't frustrating because it was hard to control. It was frustrating because it was difficult and required precision. This these games require the opposite of precision because precision is impossible.
1: Yeah. My son hated Mega Man. Oh man. He just he he played it, he's like, I can't play this. He's like, it's too hard. Mean? I was like, why? It's because they got wobbly physics.
3: So <laughs> n- normally uh normally I'm of the no free clout um Persuasion. Uh, but I will say I've I've discovered a i have i discovered ai think relatively new, I think it's only about a year old um YouTube channel uh called You Can Beat Video Games. Uh that's really good. Uh and if you're if you're into NES games, uh I would suggest checking it out. Um it he but he basically um shows you the easiest like ways or tips and tricks or whatever. He'll do a full playthrough of the game. They're all on NES so far. Uh, but he'll show you like the, the easiest ways to finish stuff for different tips or tricks in different levels. Or For Mega Man, obviously, it's it's not just boss strategies, but also what weapons to use against the non-boss enemies that you come across or different paths to take through the level to make it easy. Um, he did a really so you, good one for Double Dragon. Uh, does he do exploits? Really uh, no, he, he'll show you. So, like, he demonstrates... In the so, like, the one I'm watching right now is Mega Man 3, and he demonstrates that, like, you can do the um uh, you can get the rush jet early by holding left on one of the uh, I think it's the rush coil. If you hold left on the rush coil, you can actually get the rush jet early, but he doesn't use that for the playthrough. Like, he'll show you how to do it, but then he'll say, but you know, this playthrough, we're going to be doing it without that exploit, but here's how you do it if you want to do it. Right. Um, same way for like the, uh, the elect man, uh, exploit in, uh, the first mega man where you can hit select really fast when you shoot the elect beam and it'll keep hitting them over and over again. Cause it yes. blocks your invincibility frames. Uh, he shows you how to do that and what bosses you can use it on, but he also shows you how to beat them without that. So okay. it's really, it's a really good channel. Um, I, I was skeptical at first when I first started watching it, but the first one I watched, that popped up in my YouTube feed was um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the NES.
2: Oh God! And
3: uh, uh so after watching that, one, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give this guy a shot on some of the other ones, and his his stuff's pretty good. So Has I, he I done would recommend Super it.
2: C because that's the hardest game I've ever played in my life.
3: Uh, I know he's done one of the Contras. I don't know if he's done Super C. The only ones I've watched so far are. Uh, TMNT on the NES, Mega Man 1, Mega Man 2, Double Dragon, and I'm partway through Mega Man 3 right now. But the the Mega Man ones are just fun for me because I beat them all, and so it's just fun to see what I could have done to beat them faster.
2: Right.
1: Super C is too fucking hard. Super C
2: is the hardest fucking game I've ever played in my life. Yeah,
1: it's
3: impossible.
2: I remember my dad got it for me for Easter. And so... I opened it up and I was like, "All right, new video game." So I started playing it, and I kept dying on like the first probably like two screens of that game. And Dad was watching me, and he's like, "Let me see that controller." And he started playing it. He was like, "This game, this game cheats or something. It's it's (laughs) It's like too hard, dude." Yeah, he's like, "What? What do they expect you to do here?" Yeah, that was a nightmare.
1: I remember when they re-released it on Xbox Live Arcade, and I was like, oh yeah, I can do this." I died on like the first screen. I'm like, "This,
2: yeah, yeah. God, Super C." Everybody, everybody always talks about what's the hardest game? NES hard game, and they always say Contra. I'm like, "No, play the sequels."
1: Oh, Super C is so much harder than Contra.
2: Yeah, I can beat Contra. I cannot beat Super C.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Contra's hard. But it's not impossible. Super C, it, it's fucking impossible.
2: Yeah.
3: All right. So, that's yeah, it. I, I I get a little I get a little um, I get a little upset when I see the Contra games ranked above. Uh, like I, I think I saw a list a couple years ago of best NES games that had Contra ranked above Mega Man Two, and I just I can't get on board with that. I've never been. So you you guys you guys don't like the uh, the arcane stuff, but I, I've never been a huge Contra fan. That'll be my controversial game that I don't like.
1: Eh, I like Contra and I like Contra Four. Okay, Super so, C can kiss my ass. I liked uh,
3: I liked Super Contra. Uh, no, not Super Contra. What's the one that Contra Four is the one on Super Nintendo? Yeah, right? that's that's yeah, it's that Super
1: Contra is what it's dubbed as, but it's Contra Four. Yeah.
3: That's the only one I that's the only one I even halfway liked and really I only liked it cuz the bosses were cool.
1: Oh wait, no. Um, Contra 3, the Alien Wars is the super Nintendo. That's today. the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the, sorry, not about. 4, 3, yeah.
3: Yeah, that's that's the only one I ever liked. I got uh, confused cuz
1: Castlevania was 4 on the Super was Nintendo. Four,
3: right. Contra right. yeah. 4 is a DS game. Yeah. That's
1: right. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, so the Contra 3 on the Super NES is the only one that I ever halfway liked. And like I said, I only really liked it because of the the boss design. Um other than that, I'm not I'm just not a huge fan of Contra. I actually oddly enough like the Akari Warriors game more than I, games more than I like the Contra games. <laughs>
1: Cuz you haven't played Akari Warriors in a long time. Fuck that game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean it, it's been it's been since I was a kid, since I played Akari Warriors, but do you remember the,
1: the do you remember the code to to continue? Oh, yeah. A B B A. A B B A. The
3: uh uh and it felt like it worked like twenty five percent of the time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: God, that game I, is so bad. Oh code, those
3: codes those codes and uh a game genie were the only way I beat uh those games when I was a kid. But yeah. like I had a game genie and I, there was no at the time there was no, oh, I'm going to try and beat this without the Game Genie to try to prove myself. No, dude. It's like, I rented this game. I've got it for the day. Um, we're going to Game Genie this, out of this thing and beat it.
1: Oh, 100%. As soon as Game Genie came around, if something was too damn hard, I plugged that fucker in and typed in those stupid eight-digit codes. And Yep. Oh, man. Taking me back to, to renting video games at, at Marsh's. I was just
3: getting ready to say Marsh. That's where <laughs> I used to rent my games too when I would go to my grandma's house. Yeah. And they had like a little little card thing that you would pull out of the game and take it up to the counter.
1: Yep, they they had a game genie at my marsh, and I remember the first time I rented it, I was like, Oh shit, I can beat all of my games.
3: Yep. Whew. Yeah, I got the uh, game genie uh game genie screwed me on uh uh, Mega Man with the um the boss where you have to have the in Mega Man 2 where you have to have the crash bombs um and you there you literally only have enough crash bombs to beat the level and so if you misfire one you can't finish it mm-hmm. and I had the infinite life the infinite life game genie code on <laughs> and uh yeah I ran out of crash bombs cuz I accidentally fired one and then couldn't finish the level and yeah
0: I was screwed
1: did um did anybody ever have the game genie for the Game Boy? I did not, no. Okay. I had
0: an action replay for the original Game Boy.
1: Okay, so the Game so... Genie on the Game Boy had a compartment on the back of it where the book with the codes went in. You wanna talk about needing a magnifying glass to read a motherfucker?
0: <laughs> oh, so my so mine, I thought you were gonna talk about how the the, the, the so like the way mine worked is you plug it in, and then on the back, you put the cartridge upside down. So oh. it's like a, a pass-through, and if you touch that cartridge at all, you can completely fuck up your game.
1: I mean, they got away with that because, you know, they put the warning on the box like, This ain't licensed!
0: Right. Correct, right. but I mean, it was just like, oh my god. <laughs> we can blow Very shit up. Very scary.
1: Oh man, I love it. I love it. All right, uh, so that's it for you, Drew.
2: That is it for me.
1: All right, I'll move on to Anthony.
0: I finished Psychonauts 2 this morning. That game is so good. 100%ed it. I finished it earlier this week, but I 100%ed it. I have every achievement. It was a good feeling to get that thing. 100%ed. Ah uh yeah that'll be on the game of the year talks for sure yeah it'll, um, it's on my list for sure more no more no more heroes by that i mean i'm still at the same boss because it's just like i i like I try and i'm like all right i'm frustrated we're not gonna play this anymore and i've been busy this week for for having a week off sure did put myself into a bunch of scenarios where i wasn't at home <laughs> <laughs> Picked up
1: Sonic Colors finally.
0: I haven't played it. Eh, you know me. I'm a whore. Yeah, um, I, I'd
1: have bought it too if they didn't send a code. And like, I know that I did. Yeah,
0: I bought the Switch version too. So. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, man. I'm. I. I don't give enough of a shit. Like, that's where I'm gonna play the Sonic game the most. Um, the. Also, me. Eh, I expect Sonic to be a bit buggy. That's just where we're at. <laughs> It's sad it's that we've 2D, come to
1: it's. It's sad that we've come to this point because Sonic was never like known for being buggy, and then now it's just like, yeah. It's if it's
0: two D, then there should be no bugs. If it's <laughs> as bad as Sonic O Six, you know.
1: I mean, Sonic Adventure was buggy. Let's not beat around the bush. Sonic 06 was not the first this, bad Sonic. We game. had this.
0: I think we had this conversation last week.
1: Yeah, we did. Yeah.
0: I don't think Sonic Adventure 1 is a very good game at all.
1: That first level is one of the most amazing things you'll ever see When like back For in sure. the day, and then after that, you're just kind of like, wow, this game kind of kind of sucks.
0: Well, it's so good that they keep bringing a goddamn whale back. <laughs> uh, stop it. Stop. We get it. It's not as fascinating now. It's just this shitty thing that you keep doing in these video games. Like, Generations does it. Sonic 06 does it.
1: Don't don't Lights. tell me anytime you hear the word Sonic, you don't hear God open your heart. Come no. Um, oh, really? I hear I hear live and learn. Oh,
0: man. Which I think is the better final sequence, but I mean, Sonic Adventure Two really cut down the adventure part, and that game runs a lot smoother.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you got to dig up gems as Knuckles. Yeah,
0: uh, well, I mean, Knuckles stages were kind of that adventure as well. Oh sure, but but God,
1: that sound! Like I have nightmares of that sound. Like when you're getting closer and it gets faster. The
0: the hip hop songs were pretty good in (laughs) Sonic Adventure too. Rap down. I was thinking, uh, fucking Pumpkin Hill theme. Um, the game I've put that's relevant at all. Um, that I put time into. I have games for review. But it's like stuff that I kind of really need to sit down with. Like um, I wanted to have Life is Strange done. But I like prior. Like, I just didn't have time to sit down. For any long periods of time. And obviously that's a story based game. So I'm like well I'm going to sit down. I'm going to play through this. Um, And uh, I got my review for Space Invaders done. And I'm just going to say this. Space Invaders Extreme is kind of why you're buying that package. Space Invaders Extreme is fantastic. But if anybody out there has. A, like. Anyone that has an Xbox. I believe it's. It is. It's backwards compatible. Go buy Infinity Gene on Xbox. Because I think that's the best Space Invaders game. It starts off. The, like the first level is the old school Space Invaders. And then you finish it. And it turns into a completely different shooter. With like these weird leveling up mechanics and you get different ships and they all fire different and it looks like um an old like uh oh god the um vector graphics so like that's the game to play uh space invaders extreme by itself is 30 dollars. so if you're gonna buy that i guess get the collection that has space invaders extreme um and the other Two games that it gets with the lesser I mean uh, that was the biggest problem was like looking even in the Japanese release the this that stupid Space Invaders collection is just a nightmare. Um and what you're buying and what it includes and everything. It's just just make the Space Invaders collection. Like I don't know how that's so fucking hard. If I buy a Pac-Man collection, I expect to have a good selection of Pac Man games. <laughs> um but I did pick up the new Warrior. Wear.
1: That's a really good game. Does it require you to use the Joy-Cons?
0: No, so I'm I'm playing maybe multiplayer? Maybe multiplayer does. Well, that. I'm asking
1: because my son wants it. Um
0: but if he plays it by himself, I play with standard like I put the Joy-Cons in the controller shape handle thing
1: and okay. play it that way. I, well, he'll be playing with a Pro controller. That's that's going to be my question. Um uh... Yeah, Nintendo Switch Pro controller compatible. Okay. I just I need to make sure because I know we bought him one of the Scribble Knots games and it doesn't use Joy-Cons. I don't let the Joy-Cons come out because I like it snapped at one point and I don't want to take them back out nah. again. Fair enough.
3: So. That, Scribblenaut, that Scribblenauts game on the Switch is a lot of fun. If it's the same one I'm thinking of, is it the multiplayer one?
1: I I I bought the package for him, oh. and one of them he can play, and one of them requires the Joy Cons. And... That's the
0: DC and other one. Yeah, that's um those are the older games. I, I know which one Ryan's talking about. That's the newer title, right?
3: Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Um, hold on, I'll I'll find it.
1: Yeah, my uh, son loves one of the the one that he can play, but the one for the Joy Cons, I was just like, nah, dude, I'm sorry, I just, I don't want to take him out because I don't want to get them broken because they're already broken and those things are fucking eighty dollars to replace. Yeah,
3: Scribblenauts Showdown is the one I'm talking about. Okay,
1: that is the one I was thinking
0: of. Yeah, I couldn't remember yeah. the title of it either.
3: That game's fun. It's is like it? a, almost like Mario Party, um, but it's
0: uh, a Scribblenauts game. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's really fun. So, has there, I'm assuming everybody here has played like a WarioWare game before? 100%, yep.
1: absolutely. Yep. My love okay, so, game.
0: So do I, and I like I got to review WarioWare Gold, uh which was kind of the last <laughs> 3DS release. Um and I loved it. It was a great collection of the greatest hits plus some new stuff um of all the Game Boy Advance and DS games. Um and I like the Wii one. Uh, the only ones I don't have, the only one I don't have is the do it yourself. Um, which I need to pick up because apparently there are a bunch of Nintendo made levels on it. But, um, I love the WarioWare series. This feels like the best thing they could possibly do because part of me goes, ah, I wish they'd done more with the, the, you know, unique features of the Switch, but I think this is probably. The more interesting than them just doing another warriorware game that works with the gimmicks of the consoles on, because there are give me a second I'm counting thirteen different characters that you play as, and all the characters play different, and that is how you play the. So everybody gets the same micro games. Um, for example, one of them is like collect the coins, um. And depending on the character you play as, that could be really easy or really hard. So, like, most of the characters move around. um, But there's a character named 18volt who sits in one spot. He can fire discs in any direction. But the only way he can move is by grabbing these little, um, like, gymnast rings. And if they move, they'll pull him across. Now he can collect stuff with the discs he's he throws, but that's saying that's implying you have a good shot. Because like there was a mini game I failed because he just he had no way to be able to shoot the uh, thing easily. To like, it's really interesting because the difficulty spikes depending on what characters you bring in. So every story level has a a fixed character you have to bring in. But then you can choose the other two. And then when you go back to previous levels. You can choose whatever three characters you want to bring in. And it switches between those three randomly. Um, So not only are all the micro games. A lot of fun and new. um, But like the fact that they've. Made new micro games. And they all play differently between. Different characters. And they all have to be able to be played co-op. As well. Like it's so smart. Like I, I couldn't have seen this to be the like I couldn't have seen this being the way that WarioWare would go. But I, I I think it's one of the best WarioWare games so far. And I loved the I think the original still is probably my second favorite. Uh but this might end up being my first. Like I in pushing the because like I love the DS title. Um I think the DS title was everything that it needed to be. But uh I think I think this might push that push those two down. Like the, it's so much fun because I'm like, oh I know the minigame, but I don't know what to do with this character in it. I Yeah, I, I I'm excited to play more of it. I've got through uh they, they set it up sort of like worlds. So I finished world one um and then I've now moved into world two. Uh, and I'm uh, not sure what's going to happen, but like the uh, Nine Volt still has all the old Nintendo games done as micro games. Um, it's just funny because like now they have like other Wii or uh, other um, Switch titles. So like uh, one of them was Splatoon. One of them was uh, Breath of the Wild with like the charging up of uh, like something that like Link has like put the time lock on. And then you're building up the arrow, and then it shoots it across. Um, yeah, I, I think this this is probably another game that'll be on my game of the year list. Hmm. And that's it for me. I, I unfortunately just haven't had a ton of time to play anything.
1: So you still haven't checked out Fist.
0: No, nope, that was another one that I wanted to get to. But
1: all right, well, I'll talk a little bit I more know. about that one in a minute. I gotta. Okay. Yeah, it's. I gotta write my review, but I needed to get further because I didn't want it to be. <laughs> you know, the first five hours impression, I wanted to actually get a little further and yeah. definitely have some more to say right now, but, uh, alright, if that's it I'll move over to the wombat
3: Alright, uh, man, I ain't played shit That's it No, uh oh. um, <laughs> No, good, uh, so I um, really though genuinely, I, I haven't played much of anything I, um, I played a little bit more Yakuza 0 um and really that's it uh, uh as far as games on the console the only other thing that i've played um is a mobile game and apparently it's been out for like a year and i just didn't even know it existed but uh it's a mobile game called Retro Bowl
1: oh yeah you you texted me about this i have not played it i yet. did
3: so it's um it's a really cool little um uh, mobile uh football game and so it, it looks visually like um, Tecmo Bowl, but it doesn't play that way. Um, so it's almost like a um, you're kind of the GM and the head coach at the same time of this Retro Bowl football team, of whatever team you end up. You can pick your team at the beginning. Um, they're all NFL cities, um, but – and the cities have the appropriate NFL colors, but the game isn't licensed. So you're not going to see any NFL players or actual NFL logos or anything like that. But um, you can pick whatever team you want at the beginning. Uh, and then ultimately, if you do well, you'll be offered other coaching jobs as you move forward through the game. Uh, but you've got to build a team. And the team building stuff is is a little different. So you have a full team of, you know, your 11 players on a field at a time. Um, You never control the defense ever. So when it's your turn to be on defense, it basically just tells you on the screen what's happening. Um, So the goal is to have a defense that's good enough that it can stop the other player's offense, even though you're not controlling it. You can have 10 star players that you can either draft, you can sign through free agency, although they're very expensive and you don't earn a lot of coins. So more than likely you're going to draft them. Um, And those players can then level up throughout the season to increase their stats. The star players on offense, like your quarterback, if you have a star quarterback, he moves faster, he throws more accurately, he can throw the ball farther. If you're using the generic quarterback, he's very hard to, to use, uh, he doesn't throw the ball that well. He doesn't throw it very far. He can't move very fast. Um, the you know you you could have a star running back, tight end, wide receiver, um, and they all you know do different things. The the star players are dramatically faster than the non-star players. So it's definitely worth having a full set of star players on your team, and each one of those can then level up to be a five-star player, up to a five-star player. They all have their own like potential cap um that you can see when you're drafting them um the players are going to be on like a two-year contract or a three-year contract sometimes they'll be on a one-year contract or you'll be offered a free agent in the middle of the season um that you can sign uh that'll be like retiring at the end of the season you can trade for draft picks and stuff like that you do have a salary cap uh so every year at the end of the season you can choose to re-sign whatever players you want and it won't cost you any of the Coach coins is what they call them, but you do have to keep them against your salary cap, so it's hard to keep all your, like, really high-level players every year. You're going to have to let some of them go. You kind of have to prioritize. Um, when you're playing the game, you can hand it off to your running back just by tapping uh, the their, them on the screen, um, and then you can swipe up to dodge up, swipe down to dodge down, or swipe forward to dive, and... Um, and then and they run by themselves. You don't have to make them run. They run by themselves and you just swipe up or down depending on uh how you're trying to get away from the the people that are trying to tackle you. When you're the quarterback, you um pull back almost like you were shooting a bow and arrow, you pull back and hold um and depending on how far you pull back, that'll determine how far he throws and then you move, you know, around to aim to whatever receiver you're trying to throw at. You don't pick the plays. The plays are picked for you. And you do get three audibles a game where you can change the play that was picked for you. So there's almost like a little puzzle uh, every time, every down where you have to figure out, okay, am I going to be able to get, you know, some yardage with this play configuration against the way the defense is set up? Or do I need to use one of my three audibles? Um, And you know, the kicking is just normal. You, you, have a power meter and then you have an aim meter and you have to stop them in the right spots, but it's really, really fun, uh, especially for a free to play, uh, football game. There is a, uh, what they call the complete version or something like that, where you pay 99 cents for it. Um, and it unlocks some other stuff within the game, but it's completely viable to play, um, without ever spending any real money on it. Um, it definitely, definitely worth playing. I don't even like football, Uh, But this game is a lot of fun. So I would recommend... If you even have a passing interest in like retro football games, um, you might really, really enjoy this game.
1: Cool. Sounds good.
0: When you you said the name, I was like, Oh, Bowling. no. no. (laughs) And then I was
3: very disappointed. They have a retro soccer game as well. Um, I wish they would make a retro baseball game because I would play the shit out of that. But... um, but yeah, it's I mean it sounds like when you're when you're first listening to it, it doesn't it sounds a little weird since you don't play defense and you don't really like you don't have much control over the guys as they're running except to swipe up or swipe down to dodge or dive. But it's really it can get pretty uh intense, the games can when you're trying to when you're trying to um uh you know, make the right passes and not get intercepted and stuff like that. So it's definitely a lot of fun. I would recommend it. And again, it's been out for like a year apparently, and I had never seen it pop up on the app store. So, but anyway, that's really all I've played.
1: All right. Just curious, did anybody see that, you know how they do those things? Like you've got $15 buy like build your best games or whatever. Um, they did that for a sports one this weekend I think it was ESPN put the tweet out They had an NFL 2K5 For a dollar And I'm just like Are you fucking high? Madden 2004 is $5 For example And, and like yeah, That's crazy To be fair the dollar tier also has Wii Sports So I'm like dude but what are you even doing? Do you even know video games?
3: <laughs> Apparently not
1: yeah, it's it's just like, I mean, come on. What
2: were the top-tier ones?
1: Madden 2004, uh, NBA 2K, looks like 11, FIFA 13, uh, NCAA football, I get that one, 14, and NBA Street Volume 2. Those were the $5 games.
2: No, the show's on there?
1: Uh, the show is not on here at all.
3: Yeah, that's...
2: That's, Unbelievable. that's the best baseball game Out there
3: There is, currently. One, there the is one baseball game on here there.
1: Oh sorry there's two baseball games on here okay. is,
3: one of them, is one of them Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball For Super Nintendo Nope.
2: Then they're out of their mind
1: <laughs> One of them is wow. MVP Baseball 2005
3: I mean which is a good Baseball game but not not as good as the show
1: The second one is Backyard Baseball <laughs> Are you <laughs> <football?
3: kidding me? laughs> Wow, I mean, backyard baseball is not a bad game either, but man, I definitely wouldn't put it on that list over the show. Yeah, uh, or over <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr.
1: There's one wrestling game on here.
3: Uh, hold on, let me try to guess it.
1: Can I? Is can I? It... Before you guess, can I just tell yeah. you that whoever made this list uh, was clearly not born uh, until maybe the PS2 came out.
2: Okay, so oh, okay. I was going well, to say Revenge was gonna be on there, but not Revenge.
3: No, it's I was gonna guess no mercy, but if they if it's that if it's if it's that level of person, then my guess is it's gonna be like SmackDown versus Raw or Here Comes the Pain.
1: It was SmackDown versus Raw two thousand seven.
3: Yeah. That's yeah. what I was gonna suggest that it probably was after you said the PS two generation thing. Which yeah. again is a is a decent game, but um nowhere
1: near the best wrestling game of all time. Yeah. Uh, this this this, so, uh, this chart makes me cry a little bit. The,
2: yeah, I feel like there no N sixty four games on there at all, which uh, to me is the best of the best when you come to wrestling. Like WCW versus NWO Revenge and World Tour are like my favorite wrestling games of all time.
1: Yeah, yeah like I'm, most of I'm this. Really... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, as I was gonna say, most of this stuff on here, I, I put it in the chat. Like you just look at it and you're like, what? You clearly were not bored. Like, the only game on there that's old is NBA Jam.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm really excited for the new, or for the, um, uh, for the the AEW wrestling game, because it looks like it's taking its cues from, uh, No Mercy. I mean, the, the footage they've shown so far, it's really early, you can tell. But, um, the gameplay looks, uh, really good. So, um or I shouldn't say really good. It looks it looks really good for as early as it is.
1: Yeah. The...
2: Is there a racing game on there?
1: Yeah, uh, Need for Speed Underground. That link kind of broke, but Underground yeah, 2. Is it 2? I think it's 2. Underground,
2: Underground 2. That's yeah. a good game, but
1: Yeah, this is a weird it's... like the ESPN thing throws me off cuz I'm like that's the best football game on your chart. Like, just because Madden has the Madden name, Madden 2004 is not better than ESPN 2K5. You, you're you crazy if you think no, that game yeah. is better. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It just made me laugh. And there's so many responses to that tweet going, I'll just take a dollar and I'll, <laughs> I'll get ESPN 2K5.
3: Yeah, the so like um, They've got the, the EA Sports UFC game on here And I, I gotta tell you I dramatically uh, uh, like the The earlier uh, UFC games That weren't made by EA Sports
1: Oh, the
2: THQ
3: ones? Uh, yeah, those were much better games
2: What about Fight Nights? Is any of those on there?
3: Yeah. Round 3 it
1: looks like yeah.
2: Round 2 is way better than Round 3
1: I mean, whoever yeah. made this list is I don't know, man Maybe y'all don't play sports games. Maybe you just, I don't, I I can't figure out some of the decisions on this list.
2: My thing is I don't play sports games, but I can make a better list than that. Yeah.
1: uh, Yeah,
3: But if you look at this list, it's basically a list of what the people who don't play any games other than sports games uh, would probably ask for.
1: But I play sports games, and and like there are better versions of some of these games.
3: Yeah, but you know about video games. Most yeah. of the people that only play sports games don't know shit about anything other than what's the new
0: Madden.
1: I mean, to be fair, games. that I mean they do have the best SSX on here. I can't argue that.
0: Did Did you all see that clip um, from the hey. new NBA?
3: Oh yeah, the State Farm oh! thing.
0: Oh my yeah. god.
3: It feels like that game has been building towards something like that for a while with all the sponsored content in the neighborhood. Oh,
0: I I have never seen something so undeniably cringe.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, it's really. It's really Whoa,
0: bad. you're the guy from State Farm? Like, yo. I'm around the neighborhood. I've been watching you play. Like oh Cool. Thanks. Yeah. I can I could see the gun off off
1: screen. Pointed at the actors. <laughs> like this you're creeping me out, Jake, from State Farm. No,
3: no. By the way, Ken, they may have the best SSX on there, but they do not have the best snowboarding game on there because the best snowboarding game is Amp Three.
1: Amp three is really good. God, I wish that was backwards compatible. Man. I'd love to go back and play Amp three. <sighs> alright. We'll move on from this crazy sports sports ball talk. No, I'll I'll wrap it up here. Um speaking of NBA, uh since Wombat declined and, and nobody else likes basketball, I went ahead and downloaded that game and It seems like it's really good, but apparently it has some super bad issues on Xbox Series X and it's crashing nonstop. Really? Yeah. I saw some <clears throat> I saw a like workaround for it like if you bring up a menu or something that causes it to crash. And somebody was tweeting out a video like Here's how you keep NBA 2K22 from crashing on Xbox Series X I was like, oh wonderful These are the kind of conversations I want to have at the beginning of, of a basketball game um, So I haven't played a ton of it because I'm terrified of my system crashing Because not only is it expensive but I can't replace it right now Because uh, nobody can buy one of these fucking things So... <laughs>
2: Does it, have a, does it have a ghost in it?
1: No, I don't think it has a ghost in it, but it has Jake from State Farm. So. Okay. <clears throat> Spike's
2: up at some point.
1: I mean, maybe. Maybe he'll give you the Patrick price. I don't know.
2: Okay. Jay Z, <laughs> is he there?
1: I, I, dude, I don't know. Okay.
2: I'm just like, you're not selling me on this, Ken.
1: I'm not trying to. I've played it for 10 minutes. I literally played one game just to see how it felt. And then I saw the crashing issues spreading around on the internet, and I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to wait to boot that back up. Just a thought. Um, I'm playing Cruising Blast, but I can't talk about it. I can talk about it on Tuesday.
2: Cruising Blast? Is that like part of the cruising? Yeah, it's back. USA? It's okay. back. Yeah. Cruising. Okay.
1: It's coming only to Switch. Cause...
2: Okay, I'm done. I'm done. That's all I needed to hear.
1: Let's talk again later. I might try to sell you on that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, are you? Anyway, that's not a spoiler. spoiler. Um, I played a little bit of Ultra Age, which is like if you if if Ultra Age is <clears throat> like the pinnacle of the comment. Of when somebody says Hey mom I want Devil May Cry And your mom goes We got Devil May Cry at home It's Ultra Age <laughs> It feels like Ultra Age Was was from Big Lots it's, Yeah It's very generic And it is very much wanting to be Devil May Cry Like dude's got a giant sword Double jumps He's got like a little hook shot That you can pull people in Kind of like uh, you know Nero does He's wearing a trench coat Um, You're not fighting demons, you're fighting robots You got a little robot companion that talks to you and gives you tutorials Um, The reason I don't like it is because I don't feel like the dodge mechanic works very well Um, But yeah, Ultra Age I also played some Deathloop I don't want to talk too much about Deathloop Deathloop review goes live tomorrow I did not review it I just happened to be playing it alongside the person who is playing it Um His review is very glowing I can tell you that I can also tell you that if you don't like Rogue games You're not going to like this game It is very much One of those It's you're, you're basically in a time loop Um When you die you start over You do get to keep things Um, Actually that becomes part of the storyline Which I thought was neat I mean if you do like those kind of games This one's really good I really like the characters that are in it Uh, The gunplay feels really good The powers, I mean this is dishonored Like so many of the powers are stripped straight from that game Uh, It does not rely on stealth And in fact it kind of encourages you at times To kill everybody So that's a good thing Uh, But if you do not like Repeating things you know, the, the the goal of the game is, hey, figure out how you want to do this, come back and do it again, do it better, that kind of thing. You're not going to like this game. But if you do like those kind of games, this is probably one of the better ones.
2: So you're stuck in a time loop. Does, that, does it have a uh, sibling in it?
1: <laughs> no, thankfully. Okay. thankfully. Okay. There is somebody trying to kill you, though.
3: Which is a well, doesn't guy. it have like doesn't it have like the Dark Souls thing where you can invade other people's games and stuff too?
1: So you can play multiplayer where one person is the person trying to kill you. Gotcha. The the one that is controlled by AI if you're playing by yourself.
3: Gotcha. Yep.
2: Is it Willem Dafoe? <laughs>
1: no, it's not Willem Dafoe. Thankfully. <laughs> thankfully, Willem Dafoe is not breaking into your house to to do. Murder. Oh no
2: no no incest okay. Damn it, Drew. I'm look. I'm sorry. At this point, I can't help but think that I have accidentally knocked up my sister.
1: <laughs> what the hell of a conversation are we having right now? <laughs> oh, when,
0: when Drew was post posted his time of waiting in the queue, I said, "If it gets to twelve minutes, you might fuck your sister. <laughs>
2: you might fuck your sister." <laughs>
1: All right, I'm moving on. I'm getting out of this conversation because <laughs> I don't want to have it anymore. I want to talk about Fist for a minute. Okay. Um,
2: I'm not gonna say that.
1: I, I I I was hoping that you would rise above the maturity levels I expect for one okay. minute. Um, I still like Fist. I still think it's a good game. I think it's got one of the most awful subtitles in in history. Um, but that game. So when I talked about the game last week, I was talking about how the combat's kind of like, it's not it's not like you're going to dodge and dodge through people and there's not like a good parry. Like there is a parry, but it's kind of only for bullets. So the problem with this game arises as it gets further and further into it is that the combat is not equipped to handle the enemies that they throw at you. So eventually you're going to run into enemies. Like you'll get into a room... And there will be an enemy with a shield. There'll be an enemy that's shooting. There'll be an enemy that blocks with a sword and can only be hit with certain types of combat. Um, And when you piece all these things together, like the main character doesn't have the ability to kind of deal with all that stuff as fast as you want to deal with that stuff. So a lot of times you're taking unnecessary hits that you just can't avoid. And it can become frustrating very quickly. Now... The checkpointing is good enough that if you die, it's not a long trek back to where you were in that combat arena, but kind of doing the same fights over and over again and not really being able to the the whole fact that your dash doesn't go through enemies and give you like an invincibility frame because it does not. Um, And also the fact that your combos can be interrupted because the enemy is not being stunned when you have them in a combo really makes this game frustrating sometimes in the combat portion and that really became a problem later in the game when it decided it wanted to throw all of these different enemy types at you at the same time um and the fact that they do a fuck ton of damage at times and your healing option is based on a cooldown uh, but also a meter and if you want to heal yourself you need to be away from people because it's not just like a press a button get the health back you hold the button and it um, like initiates an, uh, an animation of your character drinking the carrot juice and if you get hit during it it, it stuns you out of it so that game has some some serious problems when it comes to the combat as you get later into it and it's definitely soured me on it a little bit but i still think it's one of the better metroidvanias that have come out in a long time so um i'll go through the indie games real quick I played blood rain betrayal fresh bites way forward make that game look really pretty that game's still very frustrating um, if you played the original, it was very hard. Um, it felt like everything hit you, and again, it's it's kind of in the same vein as Fist. You can be in an attack animation, and an enemy can interrupt you constantly, especially when they shoot you. And there's not really a good kind of dodge, infinite, or I'm sorry, um, invincibility frame kind of move that you can use to get away from it. So you're constantly getting stun locked and it can make the combat a little frustrating. But it looks really good. Uh, Played a game called Hindsight 2020 Wrath of the Rockshasa. Rockshasa. Which, if I I remember correctly, it's a development studio that is made up of a bunch of industry veteran teams that kind of left and formed their own. I think there's some Bioware people in there, stuff like that. Sony Santa Monica. Um, It is a third-person action game where it kind of wants to do the the like morality thing where if you kill people it changes the world of the video of the of the experience itself um and it's it seems like it's okay it looks neat it runs well my problem is the combat doesn't feel great um it just i don't know there's just something about the combat that it didn't flow very well for me and then I got to a point where it was like there was these spinning blade things and your character can't jump so I couldn't get past it and it didn't really tell me how to do it and I was just like, you know what, combat's not good enough for me to keep playing this so I kind of turned it off. Um, the next game is Tormented Souls which is an indie um, survival horror game that feels like the developers really, really, really really loved Resident Evil um, because this game feels very much like it static camera angles Um You can even play with tank controls. Uh, It does feel a little more point-and-click puzzle style. So, like, for example, the puzzle in the very first room is is a lock. You have to figure out that the lock needs a combination. Once you get the combination, then you have to, like, pull the thing out. And then once you unlock it, you get a pair of, like, pliers. And you have to manually set the pliers, like, length in order to open a door and you kind of have to select the item and then drag it to the object kind of like a point and click game um it looks good I do have to say I was kind of um I was kind of awestruck when the game started because the story involves this girl getting this mysterious letter about these two twins and then she goes to this mansion which is where the game takes place Resident Evil um As soon as she goes in the mansion she gets knocked out and then she awakens in a bathtub naked with like a tube shoved down her throat and the game don't hold it back. Like she gets up out of the tub and you just see everything. Like just straight full frontal nudity. And you know I was just kind of struck by that because it that's crazy. But if you're into those kind of Resident Evil style games this one's really good. I definitely highly recommend it um if you're looking for something like that uh boulder dash deluxe that's a mobile game cut through stuff grab gems get to end i got tired after 2 3 levels cloud gardens you basically pick up trash and plant seeds on signs and the plants grow i got kind of bored after like 6 or 7 screens uh and then the artful escape Which is the, the, this is the newest game on Game Pass, I think, that was dropped this week. That game is very interesting. It's basically like a puzzle platformer where you can literally at any time just hold down the X button and and jam some, like, fucking Dragon Force riffs. Um, Then some aliens show up and, like, you go on this space journey ride where you're constantly, like, wailing on the guitar. That game's pretty cool. If you've got Game Pass, give it a look. Um, got some solid visual style, got some solid music in it, and I really enjoyed what I did play. And I think that's all I got. That's all the video the video James that I played. So. There you go.
2: Video James.
1: Video James. It's GIF, right? So it's Video James.
2: I, I guess.
1: What, it isn't? Are you telling me I was no. lied to? Probably. alright. I feel like I'm lied to on a daily basis, Drew. You know what I'm not going to lie to you about, though? What's that? What's coming out this week, baby? Okay. If you got one of them newfangled consoles, if you were able to get your hands on one, you can pick up for the Xbox Series X or PS5 this week, Arkin, the Dog Adventurer. Cat lateral damage re Oh boy <laughs> Like saying that yeah, out loud like, made me feel I, I do like that one oh, Dust wind The last resort
2: Titan. Is that all we are?
1: Uh, dust in the wind dude That's right Titan chaser uh, I am fish The amazing American circus Absalov, End of Gods Origami 2 uh, Which is on Game Pass That is the Tenchu Style shaded ninja game uh, Nexamon Is the Pokemon Style game And then Tales of Iron Tales is in T-A-I-L-S So as you can imagine There's some furries in this one I think plays a mouse He plays Mickey Mouse.
3: Mick Mouse.
1: Mick Mouse. Uh, PlayStation Five is getting Death Loop. Uh, Ever Forward. Hoa. And I think that's. Oh, Toem. Toem is out this week. That's the little black and white picture game.
0: Oh, I'm excited for that. Yep, yeah,
1: that's out on Friday. On Friday. For the older consoles, we got a lot of the same stuff. We also have Project Winter coming to PlayStation. Flynn, Son of Crimson. Uh, Skatebird. That's coming out this week. And the Murder Diaries. For Xbox, we have do, 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 Merrick's Market. Mr. Pumpkin 2, Kowloon Walled City. Omen of Sorrow, which is that um, horror fighting game. Drew, I think you reviewed that game. I did. That's coming out to Xbox this week, finally. It's only been like, well, like two years. Wow. Uh, And then Earth Marines is out this week. uh, the Marines. Earth Marines, not the Space Marines. Different game. Great game. Nintendo Switch We've got Beat Them All The Rewinder Colors Live Cruising Blast uh, Hoa Instant Sports Paradise Between Time Escape Room Same stuff, same stuff Mind Cell Okay All right this is all kind of fucked up. I might have to edit that. What's the number fifty nine? All right, I'll keep a number of that. What was I saying? I don't know. What was the last game? I I don't
3: know. The well, Last game um, I can remember you talking about. Uh, shit. Yep. Now the last game I can remember you talking about was the Tenchu game, but I know that's not the last game you talked about. No, so, you know yeah. what?
1: Fuck it. I'm leaving this in. This is good content. <laughs>
3: hey guys, this is welcome behind the scenes. <laughs> this hey is a guys. special edition of the n4g podcast episode 667 where we show you a peek behind what happens
1: i'm a, I'm a really
3: professional we are
1: i'm really gonna fuck this up and be like right now 55 minutes you know 60 minutes in i'll be like if you listen to this on youtube make sure you like comment and subscribe <laughs>
3: yeah oh, God. smash
0: that notification button.
1: <laughs> hit that bell so, baby
0: Remember
2: to <laughs> hit that
1: bell so that way you
2: know whenever we get a new video it comes up
0: drew it was fire emblem
2: there you go well this fire conversation makes houses.
1: even less sense now cuz nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I played a lot of Xenoblade Chronicles. I don't remember going for tea with anybody.
0: Well, they have that pastel look. Okay. Does that make sense if I say that? Like I mean, the, sure. The soft sort of like art style. I'm like that's not what I put to fire Emblem, but I haven't played the Switch game. So. All right.
1: I'm just going to start here. Perfect, um, sounds good Beyond Enemy Lines Remastered Edition That's not a re edition, edition Sorry re Uh, Classical
3: Definitive <laughs> edition either
1: <laughs> That reminds me, I'm playing I forgot I was pl- also playing Death Stranding Director's Cut, but I can't tell you anything about it no.
2: Is it Death Stranding?
1: It might be, Drew Spoiler alert, I'll let you know in two weeks When my review comes out Two week embargo on a director's cut? I know, right. Well, to be fair, if you uh, when we reviewed Death Stranding, the original one, they gave us like a month and a half, which I totally needed. That game is very long. Oh yeah, yeah. sure.
3: I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of the the long uh, embargo period. We got a really good uh, long review period on Ghost of Tsushima, and that was definitely necessary. So I'm always appreciative of that. It just seems weird to me on a director's cut.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, I think part of it has to do with some, some behind the scenes inside baseball stuff, but, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, classical, classic logical bundle, uh, Eastward, down. no, it's just Eastward. Uh, Elva the Echo Dragon. Sweet. That sounds like a game that would have been on PS1 back in the day.
3: Absolutely does.
1: You know, like, trying to, trying to hit those, uh. Animalistic platformer games. Uh, Metallic Child. Murder Diaries. What What's that?
2: I wonder what that's about.
1: I don't know. You can look it up.
3: Metallic Child sounds like it would be a Sega Saturn game.
1: It does, like like some kind of two D like hardcore metal soundtrack or something.
2: Yes. Maybe baby metal.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, Murder Diaries. Okay, so we're getting into a little bit more of the um what the Switch is becoming known for. We've got Poker Pretty Girls Battle, Texas Hold'em. Fuck. <laughs> poker Pretty Battles? Poker Pretty Girls Battle.
2: Girls Battle, okay. Yeah.
1: Push Ups Workout. Raytheon EX. Skatebird. Dojo Run. Galactic Invasion. Love colors. Uh Nino Kuni two, Revenant Kingdom Princess Edition.
3: Love colors, by the way, definitely sounds like it would have been a uh, Barry White album.
1: Anybody got a Barry White voice? No. <laughs> no. Let me show you my love colors. <laughs> oh shit, and then Tales of Iron and Toe M are also coming to the Switch. Man I went on the Switch this weekend To look and see what came out And man there's a lot of horniness In that in that shop
2: I don't even Go to that shop anymore unless I'm looking For something specific
1: I mean it's, it's nothing but horny games And it's fucking slow Like it loads like a website from Fucking AOL from 1997 Or something it's So slow They need a new eShop Good. Okay. All right. So that's what you can play this week. Cruisin' and Deathloop seem to be the highlights. I know Anthony's excited for Toem. 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 Not sure.
0: I'm no. I doubt. Uh, no idea how to pronounce it. So. I don't. I don't either. All right. You also a shouldn't of... come to me about pronunciation on anything. So
1: I. I try to avoid it when possible. It was a busy week Uh, The PlayStation Showcase happened And I got all kind of news from that Yeah, You want to go through that first? Might as well Alright, Gran Turismo 7 Has a release date, it's coming March 4th 2022, how many people here believe That is true? I believe it You think? I think so So you think that game is out in Six months?
2: I mean they have been working on it for the past seven years
1: (laughs) Yeah, but that still seems like a short development cycle for Gran uh, Turismo. Mm. <laughs> I
0: think we're overbooking it. It it comes out, but it is not feature complete. Mm, boy. Have it they really out been like working on that?
1: When did Gran Turismo Sport come out? For PS4? I don't
0: remember.
3: Well, I feel like it was
0: 15 or
1: something like that. 2017. Was it 2017? Really? So it's yeah. only been four years, so that's why I did not believe... Okay. Well, I think well, it means out but...
3: we've been stuck in a time loop for the last <laughs> uh, 18 months. So this is true.
2: And I, and I don't even have a sister.
1: <laughs> God damn it, true. <laughs>
2: that I know of.
1: Uh, they showed a new well, trailer. That, that might lead to the problem.
2: <laughs> oh, crap. I totally forgot I killed my father at that time. Wait,
1: you hear that? Willem Dafoe's knocking on your door.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm here to talk about you knocking up your sister. <laughs>
1: Hello, Mr. Parker. I mean, wait, wrong
3: movie. (laughs) I'm I'm something of a sister knocker up myself. That's
1: right. (laughs) (laughs) These are my favorite conversations. All right. um, Sony Santa Monica finally named it officially and showed us a trailer for God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, it's uh, It's got Fat Thor in it. Fat Thor. Fat Thor. I love it. It looked fat,
2: fat at the end of the, uh, end of the first game.
3: Well, it had a big cloak on, so it That's was covering. True. It was covering the fat.
2: That's covering it, yeah.
1: Um, I don't know if you saw, but this game caused all kinds of controversy on the internet.
3: Why? Because of Fat Thor?
1: No, Fat Thor was 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 heralded. That was that was a highlight. <clears throat> okay. Sorry, I had to clear my throat real quick. Um, so a couple of controversies came out of this. Number one, people were pissed. They said, it looks like DLC. Why are we getting this? Why are we not getting this DLC? Why is this a sequel? What? And I was like, are you fucking high?
0: Because it's going to be a long. Like, yeah, do you remember
1: how long, long the first game was?
2: Who the fuck says this is DLC?
1: A lot of people. Uh, there was even, like, this video floating around, which, by the way, just a is this a
2: bunch of Xbox dumbasses.
1: No, it's actually some PlayStation dumbasses. Um, what? Yeah, go figure. Um,. The first thing I want to say is when somebody has a really bad take Like I don't know if y'all saw The Xbox developer versus Playstation developer Tweet There there are two ladies that work at Playstation And Xbox one of them is young and You know very attractive the other one is an older lady I don't
0: uh, root around the garbage, so no, I didn't see that tweet. It was,
1: dude. People that I respect were retweeting that, and I'm like, why the fuck are you amplifying this voice?
0: Maybe you shouldn't respect them.
1: (laughs) I don't know. It. it, I was just like, so you're comparing this? The console wars have come down to looks now, of people that work at these companies. Like that's what that
3: around about the people that are playing the games.
1: Yeah, I mean, but anyway. So the other thing was, like, some dude tweeted this picture of, like, the animation of Kratos getting in the boat. And they're like, look, these motherfuckers even reused animations. I'm like, yeah, it's called a long development cycle and this shit is hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: You're not going to recreate the animation of him getting in a boat. They reused the shit. animation to do
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it, fucking hell. Good lord. I
1: can't there's believe there's a new God of I'm War like... game and people are mad.
2: Guys, I don't know if you know this. Ryu has been doing the same fucking (laughs) Shoryuken since the Super (laughs) Nintendo. (laughs) Get the fuck over yourself, guys.
1: Oh my god. People fight too much about these things and it just drives me crazy. Alright. Uncharted 4 and The Lost Legacy are coming to PS5 and PC.
3: I I haven't beat... I haven't played Lost Legacy. I beat Uncharted 4, actually, not too long ago. About a year ago. So Lost I'm Legacy
1: not... Lost Legacy is secretly one of the best Uncharted games.
3: Yeah, that's what I've heard.
1: Uh, also weird that it's just 4 and Lost Legacy. Like, what about the collection? Not enough for you.
0: Uh,
2: later date, maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe. It just seems weird. It Also, th- that announcement felt like a wet fart, didn't it? Like, it just came in the middle with, like, no fanfare. Yeah.
2: I mean, they're two older games. I mean,
3: well, especially considering their last remaster uh, uh, announcement was Demon's Souls last year, or whenever that was. It wasn't last year. Maybe it was last year. That
1: was a remake.
3: Yeah, that's true.
1: I mean, Ghost of Tsushima was their last remaster.
3: That doesn't really count.
1: Well, I mean, that's what this is. It's just PS5 upping it.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like,
1: Demon's Souls is like a whole new fucking game. Yeah, 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 it yeah. is. So like this, this feels more akin to like Ghost of Tsushima, um, Waterman, just like getting a higher resolution, better frame rate, maybe some Dual Sense stuff. That'd be my yeah. guess. Uh, Blood Hunt, the the Vampire, the Masquerade, M, like Battle Royale game. Is this what happened to the second game? No, that's yeah. a different game.
2: So this yeah, is actually still so, in hey, development. Okay, I figured this was like oh they just scrapped it and made something else.
1: Nope.
0: No, it, in fact, I think there's 3 games in development.
1: It wouldn't oh, shock boy. me. Isn't there like a secret point and click Vampire the Masquerade game coming out like uh, every other week or something? Well, no, they're
0: they're the visual novel stuff, like okay. their text adventures. Um yeah, let me just double check. I'm going to
1: Yeah, I feel like I see a Vampire the Masquerade visual novel game like Once a month or something. They're like Warhammer games except not as frequent.
0: Yeah, so we're waiting for Bloodlines 2. Yes,
1: which is in development. Hell, right? Yes.
0: And the other one is a role-playing game in development by Big Bad Wolf. Don't know them. Called uh, Swan Song. Vampire the Masquerade Swan swan Song. Because that series is Creature (laughs) and then the blank. Um, Hunter: The Reckoning, which is also from the same uh, Worlds of Darkness series. Um, Werewolf: The Apocalypse, which then is every game has to have a subtitle after that.
1: Yeah, so.
3: I I had completely forgot about Hunter.
1: Hunter: The Reckoning needs come Reckoning. back.
3: I like I like that game a lot.
1: There were three of those games.
3: I oh wasn't, really? I only there's, remember the first one.
1: There's two on Xbox, and then there was one on PS2
3: and i only remember the one on xbox the, yeah. the
0: hunter the reckoning on um ps2 is you you wouldn't recognize it cuz it's like got a very different logo
4: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. um yeah or that's the one where it's oh sorry there's two of them i was thinking wayward um which is playstation 2 the xbox gamecube one has the character in front of the uh the jail cells in the shadow uh or um silhouette
1: That was the second one. The first one was just Hunter the Reckoning, which was only on Xbox.
0: No, no. The first one was on Xbox and GameCube. The second one, which was Wayward, which is the one I was thinking of, is PlayStation 2 um, by High Voltage as well. And then Hunter, Hunter the Reckoning Redeemer is on Xbox only.
1: Okay. I knew it was confusing where they all were, but I do remember there being three of them.
3: Yeah, the first one's the only remember the only one I remember. The first one uh, you can play
1: on Xbox Series, it's back Compat. Is it really? Yeah, but I don't think you can play the first or the second one. I know the first oh. one you can because I I've, I've played it on my Xbox One and my Series X. Interesting. So
2: I've never played any of these games. This this is based on a tabletop game, like an RPG.
3: Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's uh, it's the 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 vampire universe.
1: Yeah, same I, universe. I, I, and and this game is like um, I don't want to call it Diablo style, but that's probably the closest you can get to. Like, it's a top-down perspective action adventure game with like different character classes.
2: So it's kind of like uh, Brotherhood of Steel. Whenever uh, Fallout went kind of action RPG.
1: Yeah, there's no real any RPG in it. Okay. So, yeah, but it's the
0: World of Darkness is the kind of Dungeons and Dragons sort of overview name, right? Okay. But then you have Vampire the Masquerade, Werewolf the Apocalypse, those two have games. Um, Mage the Ascension, which does not. Wraith the Oblivion, which I think was supposed to have a game. Changeling the Dreaming and then Hunter the Reckoning. Oh, I'm sorry, Demon the Fallen. Jeez. This the, is, the, very this first, is.
3: the very first uh, Vampire the Masquerade game was uh, Vampire the Masquerade Redemption, which was I think just PC.
4: This it
3: is a was big top universe, down, right? Uh no, it's not it's not top down. It's like um it's three quarters, but you can adjust the oh, camera okay. as well. Um It was good. It was I mean it it was, you know, a typical early 2000s PC RPG.
1: Yeah, it's a big universe. Uh Ghostwire Tokyo, new trailer for that. I still don't know necessarily what that game is, but I want to play it. <laughs>
2: Like a first person magic game
1: Yeah like it's creepy as shit too man
2: You can tell that there's a lot of like Different types of like Japanese ghost lore in it
1: Yeah like that game is one of The most interesting games And I hope it's I hope when it comes out of what kind of game It is that it does not use the words rogue Or dark souls like Like can we just have a fucking video game Like no Please Absolutely not Fuck you then um, GTA Five for PS Five and Series X was delayed to March. So,
2: I really need Rockstar to make something else.
1: They're not going to. They're making too much money, buddy. I know. So much money
2: off GTA. Isn't it every every month GTA Five is like one of the top selling games?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but God. The, I was it John? Somebody, so you explained the trick of it to me. Um. Where, like, they sell it, but it's only gets up there because, like, people aren't buying the game. They're just buying another copy of the game because they come with shark cards. And the shark cards with the game are less than the shark cards themselves.
2: Insane. That's so crazy dumb, guys.
0: But it's, it, it's a sale, so it doesn't matter. <sighs> right?
1: I mean, it's crazy that that game... I mean, you gotta respect it at this point. <laughs> Like Mario Kart 8 and GTA 5 are like the two biggest video games I've ever seen in my life. Like it's it's crazy. Still has one my- Minecraft. I mean Minecraft is still big, but they I don't think it's GTA or Mar- like not right now. Like Minecraft is just like perpetually big. But like zeitgeist wise, man, is there anything bigger than GTA 5? It's crazy. Probably not. And
0: they have my favorite update name ever cunning stunts.
1: That's pretty funny.
0: That's such a
1: <laughs> I
0: when it like I remember watching the trailer and being like that's really cool and then the name came up and I was like Jesus. <laughs> it's, like... it's funny.
1: Uh, Alan Wake Remastered was there as well. So we kind of got a, we got confirmation a couple of days before on an Alan Wake fan site. Uh but now we you know we got to see some trailer at the PlayStation showcase. Yep game is coming to PlayStation for the first time which is cool yeah (laughs) Uh, they showed a new trailer for Forspoken which continues to look impressive I'm very interested in that game
2: which one is Forspoken again
1: that's the unreal game with the girl that goes through like the portal to the fantasy world fight dragons she's got the thing around her wrist
2: yeah okay that one looked cool like I that's the first time i would ever seen that game
1: yeah Oh, they, they've they shown that game before. Um, okay,
2: I, I had never seen that before, so... Yeah. That was a yeah. cool game.
1: Uh, the other is game... Is
2: PlayStation exclusive?
1: Yes, that is a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Okay. Uh, the other game you might have been thinking of was the Project Eve game.
2: That's the Japanese anime-looking one, right?
1: Yes, where the girls, okay. like, fighting all the big demon monsters.
2: For the longest time, I was thinking it was a Near game, because she has a little robot that follows her around. I was like, okay, this is another Near game?
1: I tell you what, that that trailer was very horny. Like they they, they zoomed in on her on her butt a lot. I don't
2: know if I want to play that game.
1: It looks really good, but at the same time it felt really kinda dirty. Like the combat looks really awesome. And again, I swear to god, if it comes out that this is a souls like or some shit like that, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm getting tired of video games not just being fucking video games. Come on, man. I know I just pissed off so many people, I don't care. I like I like just straight like video like action adventure video games that don't have any bullet points that that talk about other game styles. Not everything has to be a roguelike, not everything has to be a souls like. It's okay just to be a video game. Uh Knights of the Old Republic remake. Yeah Who's making that? So that's the thing It's being made by a company called Aspire
2: And who is Aspire?
1: So you may have seen some of their work recently They um, they ported uh, Episode 1 Racer And Jedi Knight And Stubbs the Zombie Okay Basically they port old games from that era to this era
0: you should also note that I believe that they were um, the people that did a lot of Mac porting,
1: a lot of what so, porting,
0: Mac, like Macintosh computers.
3: Oh, Apple. you
1: keep you keep breaking up when you say Mac, and I it's like
3: yeah, there's something about the word Mac in your. Uh, uh... It's not allowed.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> but th- that's what they did for a long time. Like if you look at their list of titles back in '97, they started porting to Mac OS.
2: Hmm. I just cut out again. No, um, no, it worked that time.
0: Okay, so yeah, the... so like, oh, sorry, I'm just going through like the, everything that you could think of, like Tony Hawk's Pro Skaters. They did all that. Um, so
1: yeah, this remake is weird because nobody knows exactly when it's coming to anything else because they announced it as a PS5 exclusive. It's published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. They've confirmed it's coming to PC, but they yet t- they use the the phrase. Console launch exclusive Which usually means it comes to other things later
2: Yeah So I would assume probably a year On PlayStation 5 and PC And then eventually comes to Xbox
3: And by the time it comes to Xbox It'll be in Game Pass Yeah, Yeah.
1: It's just I hate I hate these deals worse than I hate Just saying we hired somebody To make this game for our system Yeah Because people are still waiting Square was so vague about Final Fantasy VII remake that people still think it's coming to Xbox. I believe it's not at this point.
2: <laughs> I mean, it, probably not. I mean,
1: like, just say that up front, you know? Like this this whole wording and and exclusive deals and and, and, and you know, it's it's on everybody. Like, you know, Microsoft has a bunch of these that they've got going. Like, you remember the Stalker conversation? They're like, "Well, it's only exclusive for six months." We found the documentation. It's like, well, then just fucking say that.
2: Yeah.
1: Like who cares? Like you telling me that Final Fantasy 7 remake is coming out on Xbox 2 years after it's coming to PlayStation is not going to make me not play it on PlayStation if I want to play it that goddamn bad.
2: Yeah. No. Uh, I don't know. It's it's <sighs> At the same time Microsoft bought Bethesda.
1: They did, but that was a straight purchase. Like I got no problem when you just per- like insomniac games are exclusive to playstation i don't question it that was a hell of a good purchase i don't expect those games to come to xbox you want to play those games you buy playstation yeah makes sense straight across the board like no question about it what's what's funny though is like microsoft bought bethesda and they're still questioned about it (laughs) elder scrolls is coming to playstation right starfield's coming to playstation right Spider Man's coming to Xbox, right?
2: Yeah. That's uh, it better. <laughs> don't
0: you know that the fucking abandoned is really secretly Hideo Kojima? Yeah. Okay. I won't let go of that fucking thought process because I don't have
1: anything between my ears. Yeah. Um I will play a Kotor remake. I am cautiously optimistic about this Kotor remake. Because literally the only thing they gave me was Bastia LaShawn's voice and a picture of Darth Revan. Yes. So, you've shown me nothing.
3: Right. Yeah, but I mean, the, there there's probably not a ton. I mean, it's mostly going to be visual, I would guess, the the changes and the upgrades.
1: I hope so. I hope they don't... What if they turn it into like a Final Fantasy 7 remake situation where they change the gameplay?
2: Yeah. What, would be an action game? Yeah. It better be good if they're going to do that.
1: Yeah, because Kotor is still playable on just about everything, and it's still fucking yep. fantastic.
3: Yep, and you know what? I'm gonna support this game, and you know why I'm gonna support this game? Because the more I support this, the more likely they'll be like, you know what? What's another game from that generation that we might be able to remake? How about <laughs> we can remake Jade Empire? You
2: can stop that. You can stop that right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's the funny thing about this: is Kotor remake is not at all. Being worked on by BioWare.
2: Right. Yeah. Who even owns the rights to Jade Empire? Microsoft?
1: Microsoft, yeah. It's a first yeah. party game.
2: Why don't they make a sequel or something?
1: I mean, I know. Microsoft sucks. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, all of the cool <laughs> IP, like, all of the cool IP that they have from the golden days, like Jade Empire, Conquer, Banjo, you know,
3: Crimson
1: Skies, Crimson Skies, Mecha like, That's all a- of that right. stuff. Like they don't do anything with it, like we gotta conquer in fucking Project Spark, yeah, like Microsoft... mean, you can
2: dude, if you seriously think about this I know I know Bioware's not the company they used to be, but if they announced Jade Empire two co developed with Bioware, that would get some people talking.
1: It gets some people talking, but you also remember Bioware's making a new dragon age and a new mass Effect right now, so they're kind of busy,
2: I know, I know, but Man how about this ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh man wait a minute How about this Jade Empire 2 developed by Obsidian Entertainment
1: I mean I'd be 100% down for that
2: Oh hell yeah be I would. Down for that.
1: And Microsoft owns Obsidian So let's go
2: Bingo bingo bongo we've already got a hit game on our hands
1: Yeah let's I do it. I respect that Microsoft Is letting all these companies that they bought Make what they want to make I do I really respect that but god Damn, like, license out this stuff and let people... Like, that's the same way with Square. I know we joke about it all the time, but, like, Square, license out Legacy of Kane and let a motherfucker make that game. Like, you're you're bringing back so much shit that nobody wants, and you're not bringing back shit people really want. Speaking of things people really want, can we just agree that Insomniac is kind of carrying Sony's balls right now? God damn. Yeah. Whew, first we saw a, a fucking Wolverine trailer. Like,
3: As soon as I saw the bar.
1: As soon as I saw I the flannel shirt. Yeah, like the flannel yeah. shirt, I was like, this is Wolverine. Holy shit, Insomniac's doing Wolverine. It's going to be so good.
3: <laughs> it's going to be so good.
2: Are they, all right, so here's the... Are they going to make it mature?
1: Dude, he had blood on his hand in the trailer. Yeah,
2: it's got to be
3: mature.
1: Yeah.
2: did you remember that X-Men... Origins Wolverine That game. game
1: was awesome, dude. That game, that game was looking
2: awesome, yeah.
1: Yeah, like I wish I could still play that game. That game is like not playable anywhere, but god damn that game was good. Yeah. I, I mean Insomniac, you are unbelievable like that's what I was referring to earlier when I said that Sony basically stole Insomniac for what the two hundred and ninety million or whatever they paid for them. Yeah. I mean, the PlayStation 5 is what it is, in my opinion, because of Insomniac. Spider-Man, Ratchet and Clank, Wolverine, and then our next one, Spider-Man 2!
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, that trailer.
1: You think that's Kraven?
3: I guarantee it's Kraven, It sounded like
1: a Kraven voiceover, and then you see Venom, and it's both Peter and Miles, and it's like, god damn. Yep. Yeah,
3: I'm... I'm... (sighs) Over, over the moon for that one. I can't wait.
2: Yeah. I still have you played Spider Man,
1: dude? Those two games. You haven't played it at all.
2: No. Oh I, my god. I still, true. I still in the Saran wrap, dude.
1: Dude, that game is so good. Insomniac. Yeah, both those games. Insomniac is the, is the biggest steal of of a developer being purchased by somebody. Goddamn. Yeah, for sure. Whew. I just hope at some point, and I said this on Twitter, I just hope at some point we don't hear a story come out that they basically like kill their workers or something. Like, that would make me so sad. <laughs> yeah. But, Nothing
2: from uh, Sucker Punch announced, huh?
1: Uh, Sucker Punch just finished up Ghost of Tsushima Iki Island, so... Yeah. I kind of expect I them... I imagine they're working on a sequel at this point. Yeah, I think Ghost of Tsushima 2 is going to be a thing. It wouldn't surprise yeah, me if it was a different character.
2: You don't think they'll ever go back to Infamous? Nah. I no, is
1: I don't dead.
3: think so. Yeah, I, I think now that Sony has an actual superhero or has multiple actual superheroes under their uh, umbrella, uh, I can't imagine they'll they'll go back to Infamous.
2: Yep. Wouldn't it be wild could... if they could, if they could get like a crossover thing? I think <laughs> DC
0: might have some hand in publishing that, so I don't think it would happen. Because they they published the uh, infamous comic,
1: really? Hmm. Interesting. Huh. I I don't know if you saw this wombat with the little Easter egg in the Wolverine trailer. Did you see it?
3: Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. The Maybe license not. plate? No, I didn't see it. What's it say?
1: It says H L K. It's a reference to the Hulk.
3: Oh, Hulk! Okay, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, a lot
1: of people caught that real quick that the Hulk's name is in it, so maybe he's like a boss fight or something.
3: I mean, that was the first appearance of Wolverine.
1: Yeah, Ma-
0: Mash squared burst out of the chest as old man Logan.
1: <laughs> Dude, those... the
3: uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm super excited for that game. I, well, I, I don't am... know if you remember, but the so the the reason I said as soon as I saw the bar, I knew it was gonna be a Wolverine game, is um I don't know if you remember, but is it is it Ultimate Spider Man on Xbox where you fight Wolverine at the very beginning? It might in a bar. Be... There's one of those Spider Man games where you you're... it's
0: either that or it's um Web of Shadows.
3: I I didn't play Web of Shadows so okay, I'm pretty well, then sure it's, it's Ultimate. Ultimate Spider-Man.
0: Cuz you fight Electro right at the beginning of um Ultimate I think. I think. Uh, See, I, don't I don't remember. Just, I, I remember. just know
1: those games some of those games were really good. Yeah, the a Wolverine game by Insomniac Games coming to PS5. And by the way, PS5 only for Wolverine and Spider-Man 2. So
0: I think that's cuz they're f- Far ways away. Yeah,
1: like I think Spider Man's 2022 and Wolverine's 2023.
0: Yeah, yeah what am I going to say to that? Like, it'd be crazy to keep me, like, at that point, why'd you make a new console?
1: <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. I'll tell you what that would tell me if I didn't have a PS5 as motherfucker, I got to get a PS5. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. The, the, uh, what would be really cool, they release Spider Man 2, have a DLC. One of the DLCs is bringing Wolverine in.
3: Man, it if- wouldn't surprise me. If they get continue, ready
2: for
1: yeah. In. If they continue to do this and like do more of them, it's it's going to be so good.
2: Why not get them to do an Avengers game?
1: Yeah, right. Like this yeah, I
3: mean the Avengers. The Avengers Tower is already in Spider Man and Miles Morales.
1: That, so. that tower is better than the Marvel Avengers game from Square
3: Enix. Well, and they they refer, he references the Avengers several times, like in the when like when you're around the tower. Uh, both Peter and Miles have, uh, uh, what do they call it? Like emergent dialogue or whatever that'll reference the Avengers.
2: How was how the licensing going for that? So it, does Square own the license to the Avengers video
1: games? It sounds like we were listening to Drew's podcast at like quarter speed.
2: That's just me um, talking.
1: So,
0: so licensing with Disney has been weird. Because they were they they sort of picked up that like why are we licensing stuff to single developers? I think they kinda caught on when EA had their big Star Wars Fallout.
1: Yeah, um, and, and Disney's definitely spreading the love because we've got that Midnight Suns game going to uh two K and I've heard rumblings that Marvel's got other games in the but works. I mean like if you
0: look at Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, which that is was Nintendo. Nintendo game. But
2: who's it has the
0: square, mm-hmm. but they like so they're not unwilling to have characters like because Ultimate uh, Alliance Three has Spider-Man and has Avengers characters. Yep. so it's not like it's just it's clearly like if you're going to make a Spider-Man game, only Sony can make a Spider-Man game.
1: Yeah, that's part of the licensing deal that. Sony and Disney have because Sony's got the Spider-Man rights.
3: Yeah, my my expectation is is out there as this is, and I, I would have actually pegged this as a, a a better likelihood than I would have pegged um, the Wolverine game. I'm actually I was pleasantly surprised they were making a Wolverine game because I expected the next crossover from those guys into the Spider-Man universe was going to be Daredevil.
1: Yeah, I, that makes sense. I mean, it's yeah,
0: is it, would it have been the, the, the same?
3: Point? Point? Yeah, there's a couple references to Daredevil. Um, I think there's it's actually more of a reference to Matt Murdock. Isn't Um, isn't
1: like that the rumor in the Spider-Man trailer that that's his arm? Like that's Matt Murdock's arm in the Spider-Man trailer? I haven't heard that. Yeah, like there's a scene where he's talking to like a lawyer, and you only see his arm, and he's got like the rolled up you know button-up shirt, and people are like, "That's Matt Murdock."
3: In the first game?
1: No, no, no. In the new movie trailer for the movie that's coming out in December.
3: I gotcha. Yeah, I haven't seen the first two movies. So. Oh, shit. God,
1: well, I don't want to spoil. Like, the third movie's going to open up a whole bunch of shit in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
3: Uh, and, uh, no, I know. I saw the I saw the trailer. I tried to avoid it, but I saw, I saw it and got enough from it that I kind of understand where everything sits.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, when the villain but, in the last movie was Mysterio, you kind of knew that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. But, um... Yeah, I just—I mean, just based on the fact that they've got, you know, a fully realized New York, um, already built, um, and they've already had major missions in both um, the original Spider-Man and in Miles Morales that referenced the Kingpin. I—I um, I just. it it feels to me like eventually that series is going to have at least an appearance by uh, uh, Daredevil.
0: I think he would have... I think Daredevil, not to invoke another series from the different comic book publisher, but um, I think Daredevil would be a better character to have like the Catwoman and Batman in Arkham City.
3: I agree. It would be a good couple side missions.
0: Yeah, because I don't think he's got enough not as a character, but I think I don't think he's different enough from Spider-Man and how you'd be able to play as him. Really, like he's going to be acrobatic through the city and obviously he doesn't have web shooters. Like, you're going to explore New York as him? Like, it's but if you brought him in as his own character, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and instead of stealth missions, you could do lawyer missions as uh, Matt Murdock. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: I think the rating would have to go up. um,
3: It'd just be a Phoenix Wright
1: simulation. Exactly.
0: You know what? A Phoenix Wright game where you inevitably beat up the guy that gets free anyways would be great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but the best thing the Phoenix Wright ever did was make a Harvey Birdman game. game. Yeah. (laughs) That was that was amazing. It sucks that it's only on the Wii, but... No, it was on the PS2 as well, I think. It was. Yeah. And PSP. Well, we don't count PSP. Yeah, well. Yeah. I,
3: what I am most excited about in the Wolverine game is to see who else we get appearances by.
1: I, I, I really can, think oh, they're, pretty... they're hinting at the Hulk. I definitely think yeah. we see the Hulk.
3: And I'm I'm reasonably confident they're not gonna make a um Wolverine game and not have Sabretooth in it, so I would guess he's gonna be there as a bad guy. I really hope that they uh have Nightcrawler make an appearance since they're
1: Okay, can we just can we just close. say this before we move on? Can we just go full circle and make an Insomniac open world hawk game?
3: Yes, like Ultimate, Ultimate Destruction Destruction. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Ultimate Destruction two but Insomniac's making it on the PS five.
2: So here's the thing, obviously Spider-Man takes place in New York. Where would the Wolverine game take place if it's going to be an open world?
1: Eh, I don't think it'll be open it can, world, but it'll be in I Canada, assume. I would assume. I can take place anywhere
0: really cuz it's not like Wolverine doesn't have world travels. It could take place in Japan.
3: Yeah, they could have it. They could have it um I'm really curious as to what they're going to I I wonder if they're going to do like flashbacks to his time in the past. Um Side missions like during
1: do. olden times or something.
3: Yeah, like during World War II or Civil War or whatever.
1: I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah, I would much there. rather. I would much rather this Wolverine game be like a linear, like un not open world and just do like level to level and each level is kind of a different thing like do flashbacks and then stuff like that. I think that would be really cool.
3: Yeah, Wolverine doesn't really lend itself, I don't think necessarily to an open world because none, none of his powers are really built around traversal.
1: Yeah, what are you going to do like claw so, your way up a building or something?
3: Yeah.
2: I would imagine that would be the case.
1: Yeah, that'd be yeah. kind of stupid, I think.
3: Yeah, I'm not really a fan of that. But what I I'm, what, what I am what I am very curious about is whether Venom in the new Spider-Man game is purely an antagonist or if there are going to be missions that you play as v- Venom as well.
1: I don't know. It'll be let's so, just say that it's so going to be This is a,
3: a you know not to not to spoil anything about the first two Spider-Man games since Drew hasn't played them yet, but this is a different Venom. Like this is a different origin for Venom than so
2: it's not Eddie Brock?
3: It is no. not Eddie Brock. It is at least not in the least. game. I don't recall them referencing Eddie Brock in the original 2 Spider-Man games at all. Really? Uh, if they did, yeah, this, it was
0: this... it was a small throwaway comment, but now I don't to be think did.
3: to be fair, that's an assumption based on the stinger at the end of the first game, and it's not that long the stinger isn't. So there's nothing that says that there couldn't be multiple people with the symbiote, but it, based on the stinger ending at the end of Spider-Man One, this does appear to be a different origin for this Venom.
2: Okay.
1: All right. Just a couple and quick. What I,
3: what I believe, by the way, is a much more interesting uh, origin for Venom compared to I Eddie
0: Rock. I mean, like they've been playing fast and loose with Venom for a while now, anyways. So, sure. Because the Venom movie doesn't have Spider-Man. So how the fuck does he have all Spider-Man's powers? Yeah. Uh, all right. they, mm-hmm. In the comics, oh, quickly in the comics they did King uh, King and Black, which is like the origin of the symbiotes. And like, uh, it's, I mean, they there's no backstory for Venom. Anymore.
3: Yeah, I've read up on that King and Black stuff, and it doesn't seem all that good to me.
0: No.
2: <laughs> well, they can do anything. It's a free country. It's not rent-free country.
1: Okay, we're going to do some quick news hits here to close this out. Uh, The Apple Epic lawsuit uh, Came down There were ten different lawsuits Uh, Epic won won. (laughs) one And somehow The narrative online was Oh my god Epic did it Well I mean (laughs) They made it so that you can now link out To external sources to buy things But everything else Apple won So there's that.
0: That's going to hurt Apple enough that, like, they won in the grand scheme of things because Apple didn't win fully.
1: Because I mean, I guess, yeah.
0: Now, th- like, we're looking at just Epic, but, like, every other developer, I can get 70% of the money after the initial download or 100% of the money after the initial download. So why wouldn't I get 100%? Like, Apple does nothing. They just take 30%. So, yeah, I totally understand why this is going to be a big problem for Apple.
1: I think they get out ahead of it and do it before they have to and just kind of make themselves look good. It's my guess. I don't know. This whole thing is just beyond me. I'm not a lawyer, so... Um... I know we were joking about it earlier this week, but there were so many rumors around that PlayStation Showcase and, like, absolutely zero of them came true, which I thought was hilarious. Um, It's
0: almost as if we shouldn't believe those people.
1: But I do still believe that there is a Twisted Metal game in development. I continue to hear that it's going to be around the time that the TV series comes out, which would make sense. I just wonder what kind of game that is at this point like is it a multiplayer game is it a single player game like what is it because that last one that was multiplayer focused kind of sucked so uh sony also acquired a new developer fire sprite um and they say they've got some new projects in the works don't know much about that and the last news story that i've got hey y'all can far cry 6 get any crazier i think it can so they announced some new DLC for Far Cry 6 that will be free to the game post-launch. It includes a collaboration with Stranger Things, um, a Rambo DLC, and Danny Trejo driving a taco truck. What the fuck's going to happen with Far Cry 6? I don't know, but I kind of want to play it.
2: Yeah. that's a, That's a day one for me.
1: Yeah, that game seems wacky in the right kind of wacky ways. All right. That is all the news I got. Unless anybody's got anything else, I'm going to hop over and do some emails. Nope. All right. I got an email from Daryl, and the the email is entitled, Bon Appetit. Oh. He says, hello, guys. Sorry for the long email. Brace yourselves. Okay. Okay. Okay, I listened to your podcast about the guy who ate peanut butter, sardine, and pickle sandwiches, and it made me think of my own experiences. Oh, boy. Ever since I was a kid, my dad would make peanut butter, dill pickle, and mayo sandwiches. Ever since then, I would make these every month or so. They're great. My father passed away last year, and in his honor, I offer you a challenge. Go around the room, slash podcast, and say if you like the three ingredients separately. Peanut butter dill pickle, think hamburger chips pickles, and mayo. If you hate any of those, then you are out. But if you do, I want you to try a small sandwich, PB on one side, mayo on the other, and a layer of dill chips in the middle. Take at least one big bite and report back next week with the results. I want you to try a small sandwich. Oh, sorry, I'm on the same sentence. Take at least one big bite and report back. I guarantee you will love it. The sweetness of the peanut butter... The tanginess of the pickles and the smoothness of the mayo all complement each other. I offer the same challenge to listeners, and please report back. I've had too many people scoff at this, saying it's disgusting, without it trying is. it. <laughs> uh, I Mayo's it. gross. He it says, I understand this if they hate the ingredients, but if not, shut up. <laughs> it turns out from Wiki, the peanut butter and mayo sandwich was popular from the 1930s to the 60s and seems to have come out of the struggles families faced during the Great Depression. Please try it out and let us know. So does anybody here actually like all three of those ingredients?
4: I do.
3: I, I'm not a big fan of mayo, but I will eat mayo on a sandwich. Um, so I, I don't know. I would probably try it. I also am not. I like dill pickles, but I like sweet pickles better. I um, prefer
2: sweet pickles as well. Oh, but the sweet I like.
1: pickles bus is back.
2: Yeah. I, I, I can totally do it without like bread and butter. Bread but and butter pickles.
1: Okay, so Drew and and, and Ryan are going to try the sandwich for next week, right?
2: <laughs> sure. If,
3: if I've got mayo in the house,
1: I'll okay. Because I don't, cause don't, I don't I like.
3: I have mayo or dill pickles in the house.
1: I don't like pickles or mayo, so I'm out.
0: Pickles, I can. P- pickles, I'm not a fan of, but I can I can deal with. Mayo is a no go.
1: Yeah, mayo's disgusting to me. I don't yeah, like it. Sorry,
2: yeah, no. I absolutely love mayo.
3: Yeah, Oops. I like I like mayo on like a turkey sandwich. Um but like or like mayo in chicken salad, but I,
2: I I straight up put it on my burgers. I love it.
3: Yeah, I'm not huge on mayo on a burger. I guess I don't mind it at um like Burger King or something, but but generally speaking I'm not like I wouldn't just I wouldn't be excited about eating something that had mayo on it just because it had mayo on it.
2: Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do. I'm going to do peanut butter, mayo, and dill pickle sandwich. I will eat the whole sandwich and I will report back.
3: All right. I'll, I'll I'll try it if I've got the stuff. I don't. Again, I don't know if I have that stuff in my house, and I'm not. I'm certainly not going to go to the store and buy that stuff just for the sandwich. But if I've got stuff I, in the house,
2: I have everything on that list. I don't know if I have sandwich bread, but I may. <laughs> of all the things not to have. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright. Uh second part of his email says as far as games go, I've been playing Psychonauts 2, which is a breath of fresh air, The Ascent, which is a solid shooter, and a lot more fun the more you get into it, and also a lot of Assassin's Creed Odyssey about the expansions a couple years back, but I've only put about twenty-five hours into the game. I feel like I barely scratched the service, I'm level fifteen, you have. Uh so since it is the best ass Creed game, I'm gonna try to finish it. Um uh, since there are only a couple other big games coming out this year, Halo Infinite and Far Cry Six. Anyway, take care and happy eating. All right. Well, we'll find out next week how that uh, how that turned yeah, out. Yeah,
3: I'll let you guys. I'll let you know if I again if I've got the stuff. I will check it out.
1: Jesus yeah. Christ! People send us like novel size emails. God damn! All right. Um, they love us, Ken. What's that?
3: I said they love us, Ken.
1: I'm telling you. So this next email comes from Saj- Sajad. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. He Says, "Hey guys, before I get to my questions, I just want to start off with an apology to my man Anthony." Yes, it was me who contacted Ken years ago on Xbox and complained about Anthony back when he was a creep. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. it
0: It is my... Out of all the hate that I've received, some of it rightfully, that was the one that I always laughed at. Not because... It was just because you did it over Xbox Live. And I love it. Okay. And Ken's just playing some game and it pops up. Kick
2: Anthony! Hey <laughs> okay, Anthony!
1: All right, he says back when he was a green pup on the show. However, after listening to the show these past few years, I have to say Anthony is my favorite person on the show now.
2: Look at that! Oh shit!
1: He says his commitment to actually showing up on each show on the show each week, even when sometimes feeling sick, has to be commended. Not only that's that, right. Hold on! Fuck you, Drew. <laughs> no,
0: I, I, Ryan, I understand. I
1: this is the I Anthony love up. letter. It's, it's getting crazy over here. Um, uh, Cotton one, he says, Not only that, but he tends to play most of the games being discussed on each of the latest episodes, or at least will have enough background knowledge to have interesting discussion about it. I also tend to agree with a lot of his points on certain things about the gaming industry and game reviews in general. Much to my surprise, as I loathed the man some time back. You I guess I never seasoned. really thought about the pressure of being on a podcast does to a newbie when talking among seasoned vets. Well, that's an interesting way to describe the rest of us.
3: That's true, though. I mean, we've been seasoned doing this thing with, for 15 years. So. Seasoned with mayo. We all used to talk a lot about the most recent games that were out back, you know, before we had kids. That's true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think it's also fair, though, to say that, like, you also talked about games, a lot of the new games, when there was only, like, ten a week.
2: Yeah.
1: You know mm, what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot more it's... than ten now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I also host a podcast where we play old games.
1: It's true. Oh, the new
0: one was new. True. Th-
2: this next one's gonna be new.
0: <laughs> What's the next one?
2: Diablo.
1: Okay. Well, it's new old. New, new old, th- yeah. Yeah. He says, and while he didn't get it right in the beginning He's definitely come a long way And took the reins of being a great co-host While others are stuck in Bosnia Or mowing their lawns during the recording mm-hmm. <laughs> says, I guess what I'm trying to say What the fuck? I guess what I'm trying to say is If Ken gets hit by a truck tomorrow I vote for Anthony to take over the show as the main host Just kidding, I love you all Onto the questions
0: Well, it would just be <laughs> me someday So <laughs> I don't know if you want that at all also, I don't um, think we're hosting the podcast if
1: Ken gets like fucking run over. If <laughs> I get run over, I shit. I don't want to get run You're gonna over. Gonna have some more concerns. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't even think the site. Like, what's gonna happen to the site? He
2: gets hit by a truck, and while he's laying there bleeding out, he says, "Make sure Anthony records next week." <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys better record. All right. Question number one: What are some of the big games you guys missed out on and had to rush through to make it in time before the sequel came out? Also, did it negativ- negatively impact your opinion about said game? For example, I always hear great things about Psychonauts back in the day, but never took the time to even start it. So it's only after hearing great things about Psychonauts two that I decided to finish the first one in three days so I could play the sequel. But felt underwhelmed. So hard getting into ga- So hard to get into games that are two generations old regardless of how critically acclaimed they are. Are there any sequels you were interested in but never played the prequel and had to finish said prequel to play the newer game?
0: Um, No more heroes. I mean, Psychonauts for me recently. um, I didn't blast through it in three days, mind you, which I think would um, ruin that experience. But um, Psychonauts is a little bit harder to be like, because I don't know which version was played, but, like, that's a big problem too. I think the PC version's the best version to play, um, and then followed by the Xbox slash Game Pass version on, like, a newer Xbox console, with the worst version being, um, it's readily accessible, the PS4 uh, PlayStation 2 Classic version, which just runs terribly, um, because it's just the PS2 game, and the PS2 game ran terribly. So, um, (laughs) If you played that version, I definitely understand not being not being wowed by anything that it does because it's it just the frame rate drops. Um, but yeah, no more heroes. I was trying to pump through that as quick as possible, and it ain't happening. Um, I mean, I do that with a lot of games. Like I'm behind on Yakuza, and then Judgment Two is coming out soon, and it's like, good lord. I...
1: Yeah, I think these are all gonna have to be backlogged for me. Like the Yakuza games are a big one. And and to be fair, I never finished any of them before I jumped into Like a Dragon. But thankfully, I didn't need to play other stuff before Like a Dragon. Yeah. So.
2: I did it with The Witcher. So Matt and I both sat down and watched the trailer, the first big story trailer for The Witcher 3, where they're like showing off like how you hunt stuff. And I was like, God, I really want to play that game. So for Phoenix Down, we went back and played The Witcher 1 which, I'm going to be honest with you, is not advisable at all. That game is hard to go back to. Did you play the enhanced version? Yes, we played the enhanced version. okay. I
0: I played it
3: um, while it was still the most recent Witcher game, and I can go back to it, but I can understand if you uh, are just trying to go back to it clean now, it's, yeah, it's not, it doesn't hold up that well.
2: yeah. And we played The Witcher 2, which was a way better experience, but that game's still kind of rough in spots.
3: It's got some rough spots to it, but it's yeah. still it's still one of my favorite games of last generation.
2: And then we switched back...
3: Or two generations ago, I should say.
2: Two, yeah, about two generations now. Um, yeah. but, uh, and then we, then we didn't play The Witcher 3 until like two years after it came out. <laughs> well,
1: that happened. Oh... Yeah, I don't I don't think I have anything other than the Yakuza stuff and I still haven't finished it. So,
2: yeah. I played uh the Assassin's Creed Origins because I wanted to play Odyssey. I had a pretty good time with that game.
1: Odyssey's even better.
2: Yeah, I don't know when I'll ever play it though.
1: That's true. Alright, um, there's five questions, so I'm going to get on to the next one. Question number two, we heard in the past about places you guys would like to travel to someday, but what places have you guys visited that you were underwhelmed by after visiting? I recently went to New York City after getting my vaccine shots last month and was a little let down by the experience. Not sure if it's because of the pandemic, but the Big Apple isn't as grand these days as it looks in the movies and TV. I,
0: I don't really travel, so I
3: don't have an answer for this. I'm trying to think. What was, the, what was the question one more time?
1: What is a place you visited that you were kind of underwhelmed by after visiting?
3: Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, I feel like everywhere I've been sort of lived up or, or exceeded my expectations. San Antonio was better than I expected. Austin lived up to my expectations. New York, I wasn't in all that long. Uh, but I mean, when I was there, it lived up to expectations. Seattle was awesome. I'll say San Francisco just because I was only there a day and a half, and uh, <laughs> all I really got to see was a uh, hotel conference room. Um, I hate driving in dallas I'll throw that out there um,
1: i mean i don't know i don't know, know that I had expectations for it, but I absolutely despise l a there There's nothing good about l a the traffic sucks. Like
3: yeah, the air the airport's not great either.
1: Yeah, like LA is probably the worst place I've ever been, and I've been to a lot of places. Um I can't think of anything that I even remotely disliked as much as I dislike LA. Like anytime somebody says you want to go to LA, I'm like, oh hell no.
2: Have you ever been out of the country Ken?
1: Yeah, I've been well, I've been to Canada. That's about okay. the closest I get to being out. I've been to Canada and Mexico. I've but outside of that I've never been across an ocean.
2: I've never been to anywhere except Canada.
3: Yeah, yeah, same here. I've, I've been uh, to uh, a lot of places inside the United States, but not a lot of places
2: out. Yeah, yeah. I the, the farthest west I've ever been is probably Tennessee.
1: Oh God, that's not west. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been I all have, the way out to I've the. Never...
2: I've never crossed the Mississippi.
1: Dude, I've been all the way out to the ocean in California. So, and I've been all the way to the ocean on the other side. I I was up in uh like the New England area. So, yeah,
3: I've I've been all over the place. Been to Seattle, California, Arizona, Texas uh, multiple times now, Vegas obviously. Everywhere basically uh up and down from here to Florida. Um been uh, New York, I think I've told my New York story on the podcast before, but uh, the first time I went to New York uh, was 2008. It was last year, the Yankee Stadium. The old Yankee Stadium was open, and a buddy of mine had tickets to a Yankees game out there to take a client, and the client couldn't go. So he called me at uh, about 4 o'clock on a Wednesday and said, hey, can you get off work tomorrow uh, and probably Friday um, and drive out to New York with me? And so we left at like eight o'clock at night and drove the 10 or 11 hours, however long it is to get to New York city, uh, slept in a hotel in in New Jersey. Uh, he did his client meeting. We went over to Yankee stadium, uh, at five o'clock in the afternoon. Game was over about 11 o'clock at night and we drove straight back home. Uh, so I was in New York that time for about six total hours in the actual city. Um, and then the second time I went to New York, it was Long Island, and I was only there for two hours. <laughs> we literally flew in, met with a client for two hours, flew back out.
1: Yeah, I've definitely so done that. I've
3: been, so I've been to New York twice and only spent about a combined total of eight hours there.
1: I was trying to think of states that I actually haven't been to, and I think the only ones I haven't been to are up of the very, very tip of the northeastern, like Maine. And I think I might have dipped my toe into Maine at one point, but... I've hit every state out west. And you you're
2: right.
1: I've not been to Hawaii. Like I said, I've never, fr- I've never crossed an ocean.
2: Yeah. I've never been in a plane. Really? Yeah. I've never flown before.
1: Holy cow. Wow. I've flown so many times, it just doesn't even phase me anymore. I still hate it. Yeah, the, it sucks. I freak the fuck out. It sucks. And it's not the flying that sucks. It's the the doing it, like going through the airport. The yep. seats suck.
3: Yep. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed that the last two business trips I've been on were private. So you just show up, get on the plane. There's no security. There's no nothing. You just show up, park your car, walk on the plane. And then when you land, you just get off the plane, get back in your car, and
1: leave. <sighs> That'd be so nice. Because going to an airport is one of the worst experiences you can have.
0: Agreed. I, I haven't traveled anywhere, but I can say this. Uh, Toronto. Don't just go. It sucks. (laughs) It's (laughs) just another city. Um, You know, it's got the CN Tower. Great.
1: I've been to Toronto. I I like Toronto. I've been to to Toronto.
0: It's just a city. Like, if you're going there as a. Unless you're seeing friends, there's nothing for you there. (laughs) There really isn't. Like, unless you're catching a, a game of some sort or a concert. Like, if there's an event that you're going to, I get it. But otherwise, like, it's not a tourist town. Just because there's an airport there doesn't mean you should just stay in Toronto. Uh, Plus, the traffic sucks. But that's a...
3: I went to Canada every year of my life for about
0: 13 or 14 years and never went to Toronto. It's just, it's it's everything a big, big city has to offer. And that's what you're looking for. Okay, but like... Honestly, if you're going to be a tourist, um, if like if you're just going somewhere to enjoy yourself and you don't have any sort of predetermined plans, you'd be better off going to Niagara Falls, specifically the Canadian side. Yeah,
2: that's where where we went. Yep,
0: Because Clifton Hill is uh, got a bunch of arcades and haunted houses and all that stuff. uh, Big Ferris wheel and then there's the Skylon Tower there which obviously is nowhere near the size of the CN Tower but you can look over the falls from the top so um it, it's a it's a more interesting time with everything really close together unlike Toronto where you know it's a huge ass city because just urban sprawl has absorbed the cities around it but i was in Toronto yesterday and it's like if i, I didn't have friends there i wouldn't be going so, mm.
2: Yeah, we went to Toronto in uh, 96. I was a kid. It was uh, during the Olympics.
0: huh?
2: And um, we uh, went up to Niagara Falls, stayed in Buffalo. Uh, we went to <laughs> Intercourse, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Cause of course, because, of course, we did. We, we took some pictures of the Amish.
3: I don't know if this counts as his disappointed to be somewhere, because I didn't really have um, expectations for this. But... One of the worst experiences in my life was driving from uh, west to east through Pennsylvania, and it was the most uh, awful experiences in my life until I drove south to north through Alabama.
1: Have you ever driven through Nebraska? I have not. Okay, then that's on your bucket list for the worst drive you'll ever take. <laughs> well, hey, let
2: me let me tell you something. Driving all the way from the top of Georgia down to Florida.
3: Yeah, that's, I've made this that drive a hundred times, though. So that one—that drive
2: is eight hours of bullshit. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's long. It's long, and Atlanta sucks to drive around. But I've—I mean, I've drove seven—I've drove seventy-five north to south in in Georgia so many times that at this point it feels routine.
2: Tucker, you need to stop by my house though when you do it.
3: Next time we'll we'll try and figure out uh, a time to link up.
2: Okay.
1: I'll tell you the worst thing about going to Canada. If you have to stop in Detroit,
3: yeah, Detroit is, sucks. Isn't
2: isn't this, just just avoid Detroit? Period. You
1: should, the but end? that's the, yeah, de-
3: we used to add an hour and a half to our drive uh, to Canada every year to get around Detroit.
1: Yeah, like if you want to go from where we are up into Canada, like Detroit is the shortest route. Like it's right there. And yeah,
0: you come up through uh, Windsor.
1: Yeah i i've dr- I've driven that a few times, and one time I had to stop for gas, and it was the most anxiety ridden experience of my life
3: (laughs) yeah we uh we we did that when i when i was a kid we drove up through detroit and we stopped at this gas station and there was a barbed wire all the way around the gas station like a barbed wire fence all the way around the gas station with just a place to go in and a place to go out and my brother looked at me and he goes what do they think anybody's gonna steal (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's not yeah (laughs) anything not nailed down yeah
3: um it was yeah. uh, it was it was not a it was
0: not a uh, a nice expansive gas station. No, it was, and uh, so, and I'm gonna I, be honest, you get across the border and Windsor's not all that nice either.
1: It's nice a lot Detroit better than maybe, Detroit, Anthony. But not
0: not great.
2: <laughs> I remember one time we took uh, a friend of ours to the uh, <laughs> Atlanta airport, <laughs> and um, we—I'll <laughs> never forget it. We were—it's it, a nightmare driving through Atlanta traffic. Uh, people drive 400 miles an hour and don't give a shit. They just don't like what, what the fuck's a blinker? So there's a dude who just came over on us and he was wanting to get off on the exit and he just kept coming. And my buddy Alan, he was like, fuck it. I guess we're getting off on this exit cause he is not going to stop. So we got off on the exit, ended up in Buckhead, uh, which if you don't know anything about Buckhead back in the day, it was where the rich people lived. And we legit drove by Ludacris's house.
1: Uh, you know.
2: And we finally stopped at a gas station. There was a guy there. And his his I don't I don't know. We, we we were like, we don't know how to get to where we need to go. And there was a guy there and he had on a name tag that said the name tag said Ethiopia. <laughs> and I was like, let's ask this dude. So we asked him, Hey, how'd we get back on eighty five? He was like, "What's well, easy. Go here, 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 here. He knew every single turn. And We left, and I was like, I don't think that guy was from Ethiopia. I think that was his name. He <laughs> obviously knew his way around Atlanta.
1: You don't know. Maybe he just studied it.
2: Maybe he did. Maybe he just studied a map.
1: All right. Question number three. We hear you guys talk about fast food chains. Have the be- Which fast food chains have the best food? But what about the love for milkshakes? I personally think McDonald's makes the best ones, even if they don't contain real milk. I don't, do much
2: milk sh- I don't do much milkshakes anymore.
1: Oh, man, I had one last night. Where'd you get it? Steak and Shake.
2: Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake has some pretty good milkshakes. I don't think their burgers are that great.
1: They're good if you get them fresh, but if you man, don't... pretty much all the Steak
3: and Shakes up here are so gross, I don't even want to think about going to one of them. <laughs> I
2: Most don't... of them shut down around here.
1: I know it's not I mean fast food wise my favorite shake is from Dairy Queen.
2: Dairy Queen just makes the best ice whatever.
1: I mean it ain't wrong.
2: Yeah. I mean you you can't beat a blizzard.
1: I mean for fast food if we if we're sp- specifically talking fast food. Yeah. I think Dairy Queen is my favorite milkshake.
3: I my favorite milkshakes are and this is a local thing so um, it won't mean much to people that aren't on the show, but uh, United Dairy Farmers UDF has the best uh, milkshakes, in my opinion.
1: Man, I didn't even think of that. It's not a fast food restaurant; it's a gas station.
3: <laughs> yeah, but it's that it's it's really
1: good. Like if you you can get right one it,
3: quickly, especially yeah. now that a lot of them have drive-throughs.
1: Yeah, like I forgot about UDF, but UDF if if you're gonna ask me if I want a milkshake, that's where I would go.
2: Yeah, those uh, concrete mixers from uh, Culver's is pretty good.
1: Those are really good.
2: And yeah, mm-hmm.
3: Freddy's has concretes too that are pretty
1: yep. good. Yep, Freddy's are good too. I mean, I can't, I can't jam out with any of the the big chains. Like McDonald's just tastes bad. I don't, I don't I, care for McDonald's milkshakes. Yeah, i have
2: not had a huge had
3: a, fan of theirs either. It's been a long time since I had one, but
2: dude, I could not tell you the last time I had a milkshake.
1: It's not but. a milkshake per se, but Burger King's Oreo shake or whatever.
2: Is it like a blizzard kind of thing?
1: It kind of. It's got a lot of Oreo crumbles in it. Like, that thing is, oh, that thing is
3: real good. You know, if if I was going to pick a fast food place for milkshake, milkshake, um, I got to say the two places I would pick would be Arby's. They have good milkshakes.
2: I got to even know they have milkshakes.
3: Or uh, White Castle. White Castle has good milkshakes.
1: Oh, you know who else has a good, has a good ice cream drink thing? Is It's uh, Sonic.
3: Uh, they do, yep.
2: Yeah, Sonic does pretty good with their stuff, yeah.
1: Their burgers are disgusting, but Shake's pretty good.
2: To be honest with you, dude, Dairy Queen has some pretty damn good burgers, too. Eh,
1: well, they're, they they're, can. They're, they're,
3: their chicken tenders are pretty good, and their they have chi- the gravy that goes with them. Those are, that's, yeah, those are really I, good.
1: I, but if I go to Dairy Queen, I get the chicken tender box with the, the Texas toast. Well, it's not Texas toast, but you know what I mean.
3: I and They got the cheese curds, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's... But their burgers—I don't, I don't like their—I don't like their burgers. Nah, uh, they're okay. Yeah. All right. Number four is not really a question. He says, "Never thought I'd fall in love with a telltale esque sort of game." Again, sorry, Anthony. Did you give a milkshake?
0: I don't um, drink milkshakes.
1: Oh, okay. All right. He says, "Oh, I'm
0: you're a- one of
3: that kind of guy." Huh? Uh,
0: I'm <laughs> lactose. Yeah, you're right.
3: Oh, you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well then I'm pushing I it.
0: it with every pizza slice, you know? So <clears> it's like, yeah, if it's just pure milk, yeah, I'm prob- and pro an ice cream and probably probably shouldn't.
1: <laughs> I mean, you just gonna fart a lot, you'd be alright. Never thought I'd fall in love with a Telltale S game again, but Black Sad blew me away with its story and characters. Definitely hope they make a sequel or at least a show about it in the future.
0: Um, I believe I gave <clears> that a nine or a nine point five.
1: It, it the
0: I, I just gotta. The best part about Black is that if, if you think somebody, like, there, there are key moments where if you think someone is guilty and you haven't put the work in, that, that story will end right there. Like, you can accuse that person and that's the end of the game. Um, and it's based off of a comic. Uh, Dark Horse publishes, like, uh, has a couple of collections. The paperback is, got, I think, Six of the stories There's not too many of them But uh, it's based off a comic And the comic looks just like the game So,
1: Alright this last question is I recently quit smoking two weeks ago Congratulations to get in better shape Also have been exercising a little And trying to eat right after gaining a pandemic Belly from uh, remote work For the past two years
2: That can definitely happen
1: um, I gotta tell you last time I went to the doctor My doctor told me I was the only person that had lost weight since the pandemic started, that he that he helps. <laughs> he was like, "You're ahead of the game there." I was like, "Yeah, that's fine. I'm used to it. Y'all are getting new to this work from home shit, where you can just eat garbage all day." Um, See,
3: man i i I lost I lost weight during the three months that I was working from home. <laughs> I lost like 15 pounds and be... they gave it all gained it all back because when I was working at home, I ate at home. Yeah, uh, and when I'm at work, I end up eating.
1: Jump fast food, to fast
3: food places, because I'm in a hurry.
1: Yeah, I, I when I worked in an office, I would constantly eat fast food garbage. And when I'm at home, I don't. To be perfectly honest with you, I know it's horrible, but I don't eat when I'm working.
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I have trail mix for breakfast every day.
1: Yeah, I think I might have some crackers as a snack at some point. But like, as far as eating, I don't eat. I'll, I'll drink a few bottles of water. Uh, I drink soda for my caffeine. Uh, and then I'll have some crackers But I don't eat until after work So uh, He says I'm in my early 30s And it kind of freaks me out uh, That my past smoking days will catch up to me When I hear Ken still cough up a storm On the show When do I cough up a storm? I clear my <laughs> throat <laughs> what? You, I,
3: I don't notice you coughing as much anymore I do notice you clearing your throat a lot
1: Yeah and I think that's just for me Like we do this show and I basically just woke up So I'm still like Getting out of my groggy, but the
0: flamminess, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't, I don't cough nearly as much as I used to, and and it it was a huge because I used to wake up in the morning just coughing my lungs out, and and I don't do that now. Like I wake up with like a dry throat. That's about it. Um, he wants to know if there's a reason I still have the cough. Honestly, I don't have the cough anymore. (laughs) He wants to know if I was smoking two packs a day since age (laughs) eleven. Uh, honestly,
0: the I don't know how different it is because you're not super far away from me um, in terms of uh, geography. But uh, it, I found the air quality hasn't been great this year.
1: I don't go like, outside much either. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> but
0: like, it, I I've been coughing and stuff, and it's like not sick cough. It's just like clearing my throat of. Like phlegm and stuff.
1: Yeah, I I I don't have much issue. I do have some allergy issues. I, maybe that's because of the air quality. Like I've noticed, I've had more like sinus headaches and a little runny nose here and there, mostly from allergies. But I'll tell you, wearing a mask for the last eighteen months, I couldn't tell you the last time I had a cold.
2: I have not had. I have not been sick since the pandemic started. Yeah. I haven't had a I haven't had a cold or anything like that since October of 2019 and it is glorious.
1: I think yeah, I'm not dropping the mask. I was going to say I think I'm going to wear a mask for like going forward. <laughs> like it, it feels so good. And and to be fair, I didn't really get sick all that much anyway. I have like this stupid strong immune system. Um but I am getting older, so I know that's not going to last forever. But not being sick for almost two years has been fucking wonderful.
2: I take a Zyrtec every day. That that so, probably
1: helps with the allergy part. Like I still get the allergy stuff. Like I said, I'll yeah. get a sinus headache or I'll get you know runny nose or something. But I don't get sick.
2: Yeah, I take a Zyrtec every single day. Uh, mainly because I have a cat in the house too, and I'm allergic to cats. But um, yeah, I, I've I've been doing fine since this
1: pandemic started. Yeah. But it's good to hear somebody else quit smoking it, It's, I feel good And truth be told I stu- I do still vape So that's probably another reason why my throat's dry a lot I really should like Cut that thing out at some point
0: I mean you don't do it nearly as much As you did when I started Listening to the podcast even
1: so. Yeah no like I'll maybe mute Five or six times during the entire show Just to do it because I don't want to do it Into the mic So,
2: I wonder if he quit cold turkey
1: I don't know I don't know. Like, I I'm one of those people that like I tried at one point to like cut down my dose because you know you can buy the dose levels. Yeah. And I found out I just did it more because I didn't think about it. Yeah. So like maybe I should just. I mean, I've still got two and a half bottles of my juice that I can't buy anymore. So maybe when that's empty, maybe I just quit. I
2: don't know. I remember when. I quit smoking cold turkey, which was years and years ago. It fucked me up.
1: Yeah, it'll, it'll fuck up your body
2: for like a month. There, like it was nothing but just fucking like diarrhea and shit. I mean, like it, it messed up my entire system.
1: Yeah, because you're you're cold turkey and off that drug, and the thing is, is you know, all you gotta do is puff one, and you'll feel like a thousand times better. Oh yeah, it sucks.
2: This- that is fucking horrible, dude. Yeah. Nicotine
1: sucks. It does. It does. I do feel good though because like I can take a business trip and not take mine with me and I will be okay. I'll be a little grumpy when I get back, but I would be okay. No. Um outside of I don't know if Ryan if you have this problem, but whenever I travel I do get sick like stomach wise. I think it's just the change of places I go and the things that I eat, but I always get at least sick. When I go out,
3: yeah, I don't ever get—I uh, don't ever have stomach problems when I travel, but I usually have sinus issues, especially if I'm traveling out west. Yeah, or I, to Texas. Like Texas is the—the the air down there is a lot drier.
1: I—I so. I, I can't remember the last time I stayed in a hotel and did not have diarrhea. <laughs> 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 just to be fair, wow, and it, it's just from—I tra- don't know what it is about traveling. It just does it to me.
2: Probably nerves.
1: I, I get, but I don't get nervous. You get stressed about it though. I do get stress and anxiety over yeah. you know being out of my element because I'm very much a homebody, so that's probably what it is.
0: That's cuz that's exactly what happens to me. Uh I get stressed um I mine's the alternative where I can't go to the washroom, which is great. Um but uh I get stressed about like leaving anything behind. Uh it's awful. I hate traveling for that reason. Like am I leaving anything? Like even if i know it's a place i can come back to if i'm staying at a friend's house or whatever it's just like i get stressed about leaving stuff behind
1: i'll tell you the most the most like washing of great feelings is when you're going back home and you get through security and you're boarding the plane to go home that is some of the most like relaxing feeling my body ever feels like being on the plane on my way to Dayton International Airport is. Oh awesome. no that
0: that doesn't end until I have a luggage. I don't. I always, do
1: carry, I always do carry. I always do carry ons. I don't have to check luggage. Yeah. So because I'm usually my trips are usually less than like a week. So like it's maybe two, three, four days tops.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. If, if as soon as I have all my luggage, we're good. We're done. It's, the stress is now removed. Yeah.
1: Man god that's a good feeling Alright uh, we'll do a couple of tweets Mookie wants to know about Song of Iron How's the experience in terms of combat Is it intuitive the fluidity learns more in A coordinated dance or does it break More as you flow God I'm trying to think back that was like two weeks ago I played that game um, it, It's more like a flow It's more like a dance You gotta take your time think about every move that you do Um I didn't care for it but I think if you like That kind of like deliberate combat you probably Will Uh, David says okay did anyone else know that was Wolverine before the claws came out we already talked about That yeah I was on the drive Home and was calling out loud and then they Said it just excited insomniac is doing it I got a couple of games to finish before getting the Sequels I suck at finishing games says, Go Bears Football's
3: back Uh, Bears Bears.
1: Yeah football is on right now It's behind me on my TV It's kind of watching It's nice This usually happens It's almost become a tradition But my team plays the last game of the first week So I will not Be yelling at my TV until tomorrow evening
3: Are you a Seahawks fan too though? Aren't they playing right now? They are
1: playing right now and they're winning Yes I am a Seahawks fan They're winning 14-10 to 10 last time I saw So but My main team plays tomorrow night And I've I've already accepted that they're going to (laughs) lose. Which is a good way to start the season. But um, I will still be watching the game and I'm sure being very loud about it. Uh, OG Show says, Insomniac saved that whole show and is carrying Sony right now. But it's so funny to see the exclusive argument come up again. And people are getting upset that certain games are not on their platform. Isn't this what people want what sucks most of all is those games are $70. I guess I mean, I don't know if that's what people want. I think people want to buy one box and play every game. I think that would be ideal, right?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Except for the plastic box warriors that want everything just on their console.
1: Yes, those people definitely so, don't bit, want games on other machines.
0: Um, I have no issue when it is, like, in, in the case of Sony here, they are putting the money into development. So if it is exclusive, I, that's just the reality of it. They paid for it, and they made sure it came out uh, as good as it does, because most Spider-Man games have been great. Um, so, you know, they if they want it just be on their console, then that's their decision. Uh, it's shittier when it's, like, a deal... Say, and the best example I can think of is Microsoft, um, with the rise of the Tomb Raider, which was a terrible decision that I'm pretty sure Microsoft lost money on, where they made that exclusive to Xbox One and Xbox 360. And it's like, why? The first game was on PS3 and 360, like, there was no point to making that exclusive, but they did, and like, that benefits nobody, they didn't put money into the development. They just paid for it afterwards, and that's shitty. That's where I'm like, "Ah, okay.
1: Yeah, when you're paying to keep things off of other platforms is when I'd have a problem with it.
0: If you're paying for development costs, that's a bit different.
1: Yeah, when Bayonetta 2 was only on Nintendo, I was like, that's okay. That game would not exist if Nintendo had not paid for it to exist. So, I'm okay with that, but when you see a note of like... Sony is charging this company set amount of dollars so that cross-play is, is not available. I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? Or like, yeah. when they pay to say that this version cannot be better than another version, it's like, nah. I don't want any part of this. And I think it's stupid. and And the only reason that you're doing it is so that the very loud console plastic box warriors are going to scream louder for your machine than the other one you don't do it for the consumers because if you did it for the consumer that's the thing is like when i see these console arguments this week about people like oh man sony's killing it with this 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 xbox sucks i'm like why the fuck do you care like if you were if you really were interested in all the games you would just eventually buy everything now granted not everybody can drop a grand right out the gate but If you have a PlayStation 5 if that was your choice You should be looking at Game Pass and going Holy shit man when I can get $300 Or $500 I'm totally getting an Xbox So I can play Game Pass and vice versa Like it's the same thing So I don't know I've never understood it Mookie also says, hearing Drew talk, uh, Drew and Matt talk about 12 minutes in Phoenix Down kind of reminds me if the devs also took inspiration from the movie Predestination but they executed them poorly. Maybe if they did a straight-up adaptation, it would have been better.
0: I hate that movie.
2: I have never heard of that movie.
0: What's it called? Predestination. It's a time-loop movie. Um, it's very weird. Um... I, I know why he's saying it it's not just because there's a time loop, but it it's it I'm not saying it's incest that's it's not it's not that thank God, um, but it's very weird in that way of like how time loops affect reality and stuff um so yeah, I mean like if you're gonna ask me what's a better what's a better product and better story it's predestination like tenfold but um. I, I didn't like that movie either. I think it's almost the same level of like, you just time travel is weird enough. You don't have to make it any weirder. <laughs> but uh, Ethan Hawke is the star of that movie. And like, it's, yeah, I can't even go into it without it just, you you just going, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, Yeah. It, I can definitely see the the uh, parallels, though, I'm surprised no one no one else has heard of that movie, though.
1: No, I didn't know. I've never heard of this movie till I read like, the female.
0: Um, what is it? Primer and and Predestination are kind of the two when I hear about time loops. Um, I'm not familiar with Primer at all, but um, the Predestination I watched, and uh, yeah, just prepare for like some really weird shit. <laughs> I got to say. Like I didn't like the movie, but I also don't think the movie's bad. If that makes any sense.
1: All right, two more quickies before we get out of here. Uh, Mookie wants to know who's getting Diablo 2 resurrected. Drew, me. I already, Paul, I already pre-ordered it.
2: I have too.
3: Yeah. It's yeah, ready. I might get it. I'm not sure. It just depends. I, I got so much to play, man. I, I, and I have already played Diablo 2, so it's like, man, I don't, I don't know if I want to invest in that right now. Um when I've got so much shit to play already.
1: Uh, la-
0: Diablo three to play.
1: Yeah, Diablo three's still going. So you know, uh, his last question is: How do you guys cook? How do you guys perfect, perfect to cook a proper burger patty? Because mine only tastes better whenever I do them via an air fryer. Cook a burger in an air fryer?
3: I've never heard of that.
1: I've not either. I can imagine that would like suck all the juice out of it, wouldn't it? It does it. Or does it or just
0: dry the outside, the inside stays juicy still?
1: I don't know. I've never tried that. I'm curious. I haven't either. Man. But as far as the way I do it is, I'll tell you, the best is fucking on a coal fire grill, man. Goddamn.
3: So I have a um, uh, infrared grill uh, that, it's a regular propane grill, but it actually has these metal shields over the flames. And it heats those shields, which also heats a set of ceramic plates that are on the actual grill um so it's not like fire touching the meat okay uh, and it is it makes the best hamburgers that I've ever had um so it doesn't so just, have the smoke flavor uh no, no, it oh. doesn't man I really you like
1: smoke flavor though i I really do yeah
2: I love the chore <laughs> yeah
3: these are these come out. Perfectly juicy on the inside. Basically Mm. all the juice ends up trapped.
1: Now I want a burger. Burger sounds tasty right now.
2: Mm -hmm. As far as burger prep goes, salt and pepper. Patty them up. Just throw them on grill.
1: Do you cook in a skillet in the house if you're not cooking in a grill outside?
2: I mean, yeah, I can do that. They're not as good though.
0: I'm right. less concerned on how it's cooked and more what's in the burger.
2: So, like here's a little, my
0: like a little bit of onion.
2: Uh, yeah, I sometimes we do chop up onion and mix it in with the patty. Um but uh my thing is and this is this is just me. I got to have my burgers well done.
1: Oh, you don't like the pink?
2: No, 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 no! Not with ground beef, dude. I, I'm, okay, like, I'm okay with that with a steak, but not with ground beef.
3: I, I'm okay with a little bit of pink as long as they're the right temperature. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I like. I don't need mine to be completely well done. They can be, you know, a little bit of pink inside as long as I know they're 165 degrees.
0: I guess I like mine well done. Then I mean, like they're brown inside, but they're not like it, steak when it's well done is. It was ruined, <laughs> like, uh, cause you dry that out to like um, beef jerky almost. Um, yeah, I guess I like mine well done. It's I think they're still juicy.
2: Yeah, um, they are. I, I just, I, 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 to me, it's like you know, with with a steak, it's one single slab of meat. With ground beef, you have oxidation coming too, in through all of it. Too much
0: surface area.
2: Yeah, yeah. I. I
1: I don't know. I, I, I certainly don't want mine to be bleeding, but if there's a little bit of pink, I'm okay. I think I do prefer Well Done, but I can definitely eat it if it's not.
3: I'm also a fan of
0: ground sirloin for hamburgers. <sighs>
1: there's a little flavor to that that's really good.
0: Yep. I'm sorry. What, I'm not familiar with this. What is ground sirloin? It's just a different... It's just, just low-fat low fat meat.
3: Yeah, it's just
1: no, a man. different like cut of meat.
0: I don't think I've ever seen that available. It's yeah. it's
1: got a little it's got a little like I can't I don't know how to describe it but like you can taste it it's kind of like when you have an Angus you can taste the Angus beef okay but it's kind of like that it's got a little bit of a tang to it it's it's really good Kobe right.
0: Wagyu is the is the shit by the way what Kobe is? Wagyu beef
1: oh uh, yeah okay I know what you're talking about
0: ah oh, just too expensive
1: I can't I think the whole point of this conversation is I can't understand how people won't eat a cow. So delicious.
0: I've met some cows, man, and trust me, it 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 was like, oh god, if I stay here any longer, <laughs> I will become vegan. Um, I I mean, I I've already tried to cut down, but it's more it, honestly, it's less about the animals and more about just the way like the industry works that's like really shitty. Um, because why I met the cows, they kill the cows there for meat, so it's not like these I mean, cows that's what, that's are that's what they're for. Right, but they're they're not. I don't know. It's not a factory, right? It's not like they're they're raising these cow. Like these cows have free reign of the farm. They come and get milked when they want to, and then at, when it's time, they kill the cow. And it's like that's far. I appreciate that far more than like you know the way they keep chickens and other places and stuff. So. Hmm. Not trying to, have, like, it's just It's a weird level where it's like I'm not, like, so sympathetic To the animal, but good lord The d- disaster of some Of these bigger, like, corporations That, I mean, like, everything they, Corporations ruin Everything, and, uh Industrialize it to the point where it's just causing Way too much damage on the environment I'm not, I, I sorry, I got up on a Soapbox there, not trying to well, Just a I weird kicked, thing I where I picked
1: your soapbox, now you fall into the ground
0: it's just weird to pet an animal and then be like, I'm going to eat you
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'd have a problem with that. I'd go pet a cat. You know what? It feels,
0: it, it feels a lot better knowing knowing what's going on. Like, I almost now kind of want to... I don't want to know how the hot dog is made,
1: but I'm willing to know where it came from. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Uh, That's it. That's all I got. Um, The only other thing I want to say before I go is, did anybody... Did anybody watch *Malignant*? I'm just curious. I know Ryan would not have watched that movie, but no, I
2: don't. I don't even know it. what it is. Oh, no,
1: Drew, watch it. What? It's James Wan's new horror movie.
2: I've never seen a James Wan horror movie. Yes, you have. Have I?
1: Have you seen *Saw*?
2: Okay, I saw the first *Saw*. Have yeah. you seen
1: *Insidious*? No. Oh. What's the, what's his other *The Conjuring*? Have you seen that?
2: No, in fact, when you put Insidious and The Conjuring and Annabelle and all those next to each other? I think they're all the same movie.
1: Well, The Conjuring um, and Annabelle are part of the same series.
0: And and honestly, they're not bad movies. They're great I'm not movies. Like a huge horror fan, um, but they I'm not a huge horror fan, but like one of those Annabelle movies, I want to say it was creation. Probably creation. Um it it was It had some genuine moments where I'm like, oh, wow, this is actually horror and not just jump scares. There's jump scares, but not. uh, They felt earned.
1: I don't want to tell you anything about Malignant. I want you to watch it.
2: All right, you have to tell me. I I read the plot plot
3: summary already, so. Because I know I'm never going to. That's what I do with all these horror movies. I know (laughs) I'm never going to watch them, so I just read the plot summary so that I know what people are talking about. I'm
1: kind of curious if the plot. I'm kind of curious if the plot summary. Like reveals anything Because I'm going to tell you something about Malignant It, it feels reveals like, everything It feels like three movies
2: Is there a lot of gore in the movie Yes Then I will never watch it
1: Are you against gore now
2: No my wife is against gore She will watch, not it watch it without her I to win. When the fuck am I going to watch it
1: <laughs> Man I, This is one of those movies where I'd want to know If Drew could actually figure it out And here's the thing You might figure out the plot But you're never going to figure out the turn There's a scene that happens at the beginning of Act 3 Where I was I literally stood up in my seat And was just like are you fucking kidding me
2: Like as in like The reveal gotcha Or what
1: Well see the thing is is I kind of knew what the reveal was But I didn't know how it was going to be presented Okay And that movie once that reveal happens Turns into the wackiest fucking horror movie I've ever seen and I loved it
2: it's kind of like the remake to uh, Evil Dead.
1: It, it's it's I mean it is the wackiest horror movie I've seen in a long time. So, it, so the first I, the like the first act of the movie feels like this supernatural killer movie. The mm-hmm. second half of the movie feels like this detective chasing a killer movie, and mm-hmm. then the third act of that movie feels like some wacky Evil Dead shit that I can't even understand. Okay. There's something about that movie man If you get a spoiled That scene There is a scene That will be embedded in my brain For as long as I live And anybody who's seen it It's the hospital tape Holy shit
2: Okay Uh, I'll see if I can convince her to watch it
1: I mean uh... It's it's very gory I
2: mean something uh...
0: That I have to talk to you about after Ken Because there was a twist in something Recently And I was like Oh shit I didn't see that coming
1: and okay. Mike, I don't want to spoil
2: we, it. we did watch uh, a Hereditary, which was kind of gory.
1: I have not seen that yet. Is that worth watching?
2: Holy fucking shit, Ken! That is that is my favorite. One of my favorite horror movies in the past decade.
0: Okay. What was it again?
2: Hereditary.
0: Oh yeah, same guy did. Summary of that one. Same <laughs> guy did Midsummer.
2: Yeah. Midsummer I haven't haven't seen Midsummer. I thought Midsummer was garbage, but the but Hereditary is fucking fantastic.
1: I have wanted to watch Hereditary, I just have not yet.
2: You need to watch Hereditary. If you if I if I watch Malignant, you need to watch Hereditary.
1: Alright, I'll find it and I'll watch it sometime.
2: Do it do it this week. (laughs) I'm telling you, the last the last fifteen to twenty minutes of that movie is fucking insanity.
1: Alright. I wanna know I wanna know how you feel about the hospital tape when it happens.
2: Okay, all right.
1: All right, well, we got to get out of here. That's all we got for this week. If you want to send us an email, it's podcast at ztgd.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at N4G Podcast. You can follow me at ZTGD, Drew at DMF Fury, Anthony at Complacent, Rob- Blah, Complacent Robot, and Ryan at WombatRP. God, I think I got it all. The site's at ZTGD content. Check out Phoenix Down. We already talked. Next game's Diablo, which you guys won't be starting for another no we're
2: going to be doing an intermission show Which I need to ask Anthony How hey, you want to do an intermission show next week Yeah
1: sure <laughs> Okay. <laughs> maybe oh we can
2: wow
1: do,
2: Yeah maybe we can do like uh, another one of those uh, Unsolved mystery things
1: So check this out Like my, my fucking Apple TV is crazy So I told it who my favorite teams were Well my phone just sent me a message that Said that Russell Wilson is going off With three TDs and over 150 yards <laughs> Nice. That is a cool you know my T V does that shit too? My TV tells me when my team starts playing, and then when the game's over it tells me the score. Technology's fucking crazy dude.
3: Anyway. I got a couple people in fantasy going off right now, but the people I expected to go off are not among them.
1: I mean it's week one, it's always hit and miss. So who knows?
3: Yeah. Thankfully Kyler Murray is on a tear right now. So but uh-huh. Josh Allen, who's my who's my quarterback in my other league, is not.
1: Yeah, you kind of would expect he'll get into the groove, though. That he seems to be a slow starter, strong finisher. So I think you'd be all right. Yeah. All right, that's it for the show this week. We'll be back next week to talk more video games. So unless anybody has anything else, we'll get out of here. Please, bitch. All righty, and it goes something like this. <laughs>
3: To the N4G Podcast. Oh, you can.
2: It's me, Mario.
1: Zero dollar. We're going to be doing an interesting episode. Gather, Greetings, program! I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground n 4 radio layer.
3: The And... I always have
1: Wolverine!
4: Play games!
3: Not hot boys! No bad boys allowed! And then I I killed the dragon. I killed the dragon.